Hi, Jane. Oh, Thank you for joining us. All right. Like, okay, I'm the guest this week. And yep. we're going to talk about my favorite food. And well, what's funny is you can see how small she is. Aww. She's three. This is as big as she's going to get. What kind of cat is she? Um, a black and white one. <laughs> <laughs> I, we got her. We got her from the animal shelter. Um, we got her and um, there were. Look, buddy, I heard that from all the way over there. And I got to say, that's how you know Karina's not a cat person. She's a dog person. Like, what kind is it? Go, oh, it's part Pekingese, part oh you. You know, it's majestic as fuck. You ask a cat person, what kind of cat is that? Uh, well, his name's Nacho and he's a fucking asshole. That's what he is. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's Jenga. She doesn't like anyone but me. <laughs> a black and white one. <laughs> I know what, that's not fair, Rick, because I know what kind of cat we have too, not just what kind of dog we have. I know what kind of cat we have too. Our cat's an asshole though. He's the same, like, he doesn't like anybody. He likes Rick. He deals with me because he knows that, like, <clears throat> like I have nails and I'll scratch him. So he, yeah. he puts up with me and he knows, like, I feed him. He doesn't actually like me though. And I don't, like, I, I like him now. Like, we get a lot, we get along a lot better now than we did, but it took us like six years <laughs> to get to a point where we could just like coexist in the same like place together. Um, yeah. And then he likes Rick's mom and he's kind of okay with the kids being around, but he doesn't want them to like come near him or touch him or anything like that. Just stay over there and exist far away from me kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so, but like other people, he he doesn't, don't pet him. She'll hide. If yeah. you come in the house, she'll normally be in the cat house and she will jump down and like, she'll jump down and run fast from the cat house to where she can see who's coming in the door. And then she'll like slow down to like a moderate pace and do a quick look at the door. And then if it's me, then she'll stop and be like, I just happened to be walking this way when you came in. I wasn't <laughs> running. But if it's anybody else, she just like keeps on going. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, his his cat, Ivan, Ivan the Terrible, um, he it, it would like when when Rick and I were still dating and I would just like go over and like stay the night or whatever. And like Rick would step outside to go smoke or whatever. And I'd stay in and I'd be like, you know, laying on the couch and the cat would come and he'd jump up and I'd pet him a little bit. And then when Rick would come back inside the house, he would like jump down and like try to run away and like act like he was not just getting like love from me. It was the weirdest thing. It was like he did not want Rick to know that he was like getting love like other places. And that like now he's he's cool. Like if Rick sees us, you know, cuddled up or whatever. But um, yeah, at the beginning, he was like not OK with that. It's so funny. It's the weirdest thing. We have so Mozzie is my cat and I've had her since I was in college. And then when we moved in together, Sarah said that she wanted a cat. And we went to the shade, which is our animal shelter. And at that time, it was $150 to um, adopt a cat or 200 to adopt two. And Django was in 
like Django was the one that we saw online and Django was the one that we went for. And Moose was in the same cage as her. And when we took her out um, to just kind of like get a vibe for her, Moose was meowing. And I asked if I could hold him. And they said, you can, but he hasn't liked anybody and he's super skittish. And they put him in my arms and he just chilled. And they both kind of looked at each other. They're like, he has not done that to anyone, including our staff, <laughs> since he got here. And I was like, well, I guess we're getting to... <laughs> mean lands the cat whisperer yeah. <laughs> exactly that's hilarious so yeah we have three cats so um i'm sure she told you about ivan ours um a little bit yeah yeah so his name originally when we got him from the spca uh was chewy and it was actually fitting because when he was a kitten he would sit on my uh on my chest and he would chew on like you know those strings from my hoodie and that was like his thing i have pictures of him doing it and stuff but uh then my ex-girlfriend sorry can't say that i'm sorry um my uh my ex-girlfriend at the time uh found out that he was a russian blue because he's a solid like gray color almost a silver and then he's got alternating light and dark gray circles going down his tail like rings yeah and that's like a signal that it's a purebred russian blue so somehow we got a purebred cat at the fucking pound i don't know how that happened so <laughs> once i found out he was russian i was like oh no 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 his name can't be chewy it's ivan the terrible you know what i mean <laughs> and she's she was like why not peter the great i was like because it's a fucking cat nothing about him will ever be great <laughs> kind of questions that <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us again. This is the Challenge Fandom Podcast, and we're coming today with another episode of the Challenge Trash Talk Roundtable. And we've actually got a very special episode because today we've got both hosts of Sky Squids Podcast on with us. And if you guys haven't checked out Sky Squids yet, you definitely should. They cover everything from uh, conspiracy theories to entrepreneurship to mental health. Pop culture. Pop culture. I mean. So much. And I know that you guys can uh, talk a lot more about that because I know I'm selling you guys a little bit short. So I'll let you guys go ahead and tell us a little bit about Sky Squids for a minute. Uh, I guess <laughs> I know he wanted me to chime in. <laughs> Wait for me to chime in. No. Uh, so, I mean, basically we talk a lot of different conspiracies, um, just to let everyone know kind of our schedule is kind of what you guys said. You guys said it in the right order, right? <laughs> they do conspiracy theories first of the month. The second week, uh, we do the mental health with a real licensed therapist, Amy. And, uh, the third week is our entrepreneur. We try to bring on a new entrepreneur that is, um, you know, promote their business, small businesses, um, our friends, our family, or just people that we know that need help um, or may not even need help, but just want extra clientele. Um, but then we do our pop culture and the pop culture is mainly about whatever shows we're watching, uh, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, check us out we're on Instagram, Sky Squids. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all of those, you know, we're on, we're getting our YouTube up now. So you guys can oh, yeah. check that out. Yeah. Nice. 
perfect. Oh yeah, then we're gonna we're gonna link all of that, of course. Yeah, yeah, and, I think it'll be linked. And then also, uh, Marlon, I want to give you an opportunity since we were talking about you know entrepreneurship and small business, and uh, people will see this video and they'll see we're all wearing the same hoodie here. <laughs> and yeah. hoodie, the hoodie we're get, we've got on is uh, the BBG official streetwear hoodie. Marlon, yeah. why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, man, it's a lot. Just BBG uh, streetwear, man. It's just really kind of like me bridging the gap between like. To, that hustle mindset, that fitness mindset, and and um, really just people that's kind of like have to start from the bottom and build themselves up. I feel like, you know, everybody has a different start, but I think whenever you, whatever you're coming from, not having very many resources and having to think outside of the box, it, it creates a different type of person, you know, when they actually become successful. So that's what I'm really just kind of honing my brand for. Uh, but, um, but yeah, man, it's just, it's just streetwear. Uh, I try to keep my designs very, Simple, very uh, uh, to the point, but um, um, yeah, man, I'm shooting been up for four months now. Everybody's, I, I mean, everybody on the podcast is supporting and is rocking the hoodie. So this, this is love right there. I appreciate it. You know, it, 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 you know, starting your own business, having anybody support, you know, in the beginning, just speaks volumes to, to, you know, you guys believing in what I do. So I appreciate the support. It, I, it doesn't go unnoticed. And um, yeah, man, official bbg.com. Y'all go get y'all some gear. And uh, I got some new stuff coming for the summer. So y'all be looking for it. Yeah, and we're going to link all that, too. And I was yeah. going to say, um, I saw some of those new designs. You kind of let a little preview out on uh, IG, and they're looking mm -hmm. they're looking really clean. So yeah. make sure you guys go check that out. Um, and it's kind of like, you know, what we were talking about earlier on your live. You know, um, you know, you came on and gave a podcast with literally like 50 listeners a chance <laughs> and, you know, sat down, had a conversation, then came on again and did a roundtable with us. And, you know, you're a big part of, I think, our success on our end, too. So we want to thank you. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, to send the love back as much as we can. Well, and it's it's dope. I love the I love yeah. the, the hoodies are comfortable. They're soft. Like yeah. the designs are dope. Like I, I love it. So <laughs> all the support shit aside, I'd probably still buy one. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, 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 I'm hey, no lie. Like it, when we go to California, I'm going to bring this over there. Like because oh, of yeah. the bear on it would be like California grizzly bear. Like, Argh. right. You know, oh, let's yeah. go. Let's go. <laughs> Hit that Cali uh, market is over, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm telling you already. You hit the Bay Area, you'll 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 light it up on that. Oh day. yeah, oh yeah. They'll love it. They'll eat it up. Anyways, we could sit here and talk all day about Sky Squids. I'm a big fan of it. Yeah. Um, we can talk about BBG and everything that Marlon's got going on, from you know BBG Streetwear to BBG Films, um, you know, and everything else. And we're gonna link all that because we want you guys to all go check it out. But without any further waiting, we want to kind of just jump right into this, which is we want to find a way to bridge the gap of Sky Squids and the Challenge Fandom Podcast outside of just, you know, the obvious of Marlin and pop culture. And we thought, what better way to talk about this than talk about conspiracies, which is something you guys specialize in. And then we bring it into the challenge and some of the most uh, iconic moments that lead to conspiracies of the show's rigged or people have got set up. You know, they want certain people to win here or there, people throwing competitions. And, uh, you know, so we put together a whole list on this and we're just going to kind of bullshit about it, what our thoughts are. And, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, do we think the show's rigged? <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> right. We've got Marlon, a former cast member that with the inside scoop, you don't know what he's going to drop. It could just be knowledge the whole time. <laughs> I mean, it could be. Bro. Like, this is this is what I was saying to like. 
like when I think about like the conspiracy theories, I also think about the fact that like it is a business, right? So you gotta yep. think that like if um um like prime example, somebody like Big D, right? Mm-hmm. Super lovable, right? Great personality, super lovable, right? Yeah. But he's probably never gonna win a challenge, right? Yeah. But yeah. but depending on who's there, do I think production will pull strings to keep her around? Probably. Or let's just be honest, like I look at somebody like like DT, right? I feel like Mm, I feel like some of these younger chat probably would have taken a shot at DT if there was some type of politics going on behind the scenes because, you know, he's a puzzle guy now. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He's not the big brute no more. We've had some badasses come in, come into the challenge. And I'm always wondering, like, why don't they take the shot at him? Like, why won't some of these guys go after Steve D at the beginning to really see if he still got it? Because he got sent home by Jay. He's mm-hmm. gotten beat by Kyle twice. Yeah. Yep. Right? Yep. I mean, come on, right? So it's just <laughs> like, why Why is it every tease after tease after tease? And she's so, she's so feared. And I'm like, this storyline's a little played out. Like, cause somebody's saving him. Somebody is saving him. Cause he has a target. I'm glad you brought that up because, and I'm glad Ambrose (laughs) watched Spies, Lies, and uh, and Allies um, to be able to see what's happened. Because one of the seasons I want to talk about first is free agents. And the reason I want to talk about this is because this is what was considered a lot of people thought was going to be the rubber match of bananas versus CT. You know, bananas beating CT in Battle of the X's. The next matchup they're in the final, it's Rivals 2. CT beats bananas. And this is that oh. very next season, that yep. rubber match. And the way the season plays out, just the whole way, it looks like their production is keen for that CT bananas final. Yep. And the only thing that keeps them from doing that is Johnny Riley somehow being fucking perfect through well, that season. And just lucky, like, because when it was coming to the to the draw. Yeah. And never once drew one. So this is the reason I bring this up, because some people think that production orchestrated for those two guys to go and Johnny fucked it up by being Johnny Riley mm-hmm. fucked it up by playing the perfect game going. Right. And that's my argument that the game isn't rigged is because as much as they want to set something up for something in the long run, kind of like what Marlon's alluding to, someone can still play that perfect game and fuck it up all their plans. Right. And make it, you know, and make it where all of a sudden when those big dogs go home, like, you know, MTV didn't want CT going home to Jay. No, they did not. No, try not, happen. not at all. Not at all. You know, so that's well, kind I of do, like, I do think that there are all those phenomena. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're not even phenomena. Like, if you're just good, right, it doesn't matter what strings get pulled, right? You're going to figure it out and you're going to win, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that, like, but I, I, I would say that there's not enough people that I think really truly understand the game on a deeper level of you're not just playing against the people in the house. You know what I mean? Because it's a business at the same time. It's a business, right? So it's like, I don't think some of these, I think some of them forget that like, all right, you have to see what storylines are. You have to see what characters play what roles because you might, one, you either might be shooting yourself in the foot by going after somebody that favorite mm-hmm. or you know what I mean or if someone is already being set up to stay at home then why would you want to like be an ally because like even on our season we thought um on our season we thought uh Dunbar threw a challenge because he wanted to go home mm-hmm. yeah 
But it was like, did you throw it or was that a setup? You know what I mean? For a storyline. Right. Because I don't think, you know what I'm saying? Because he was with Tyree and I don't think, I mean, I don't really think they wanted them to stick around too long because if, if they stayed around, they would have been kind of a threat because they'll do bigger dudes. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, sometimes I feel like the cards are set up or, you know, the way the way stuff happens is it, it gives it just, it's like, it's too coincidental. Like, on double agents for instance when ct was going against josh and josh's rig just happened to malfunction the, ca- the cable well, the cable right malfunction yeah you know what i mean they could have easily tightened up they could have easily tightened up those uh uh cables mm-hmm. and given him a fair chance right they did right. shit on purpose well and i don't remember who i don't remember i don't i don't even know if it was somebody we talked to or if it was just like somebody else's podcast interview we listened to but somebody had specifically said that during that elimination um i mean i still don't think that josh would have beat ct because ct just absolutely smashed that puzzle but apparently as soon as ct jumped down is when josh's cables went really loose and apparently josh was like screaming for production to stop the elimination because something was wrong with his and he was ignored they just ignored him um you know nobody stopped the elimination and so that's what i heard which is like really weird to me that you know you wouldn't stop the game if one of the players is like literally screaming for you to stop the game something's wrong stop the game exactly and and that's my thing is like none of these are actually any of the real big conspiracies that i want to dive into but i wanted to bring these up first because i think it shows a level of inconsistency along the show right and they're really trying to push for this fifth sport you Mm -hmm. know but the difference between all those major sports the four major sports and the challenges regulation and rules Mm -hmm. right And like, so in this situation, they didn't stop production, right? They didn't stop. They didn't stop the elimination and reset it. But then you have situations like in Final Reckoning where Bananas and Tony are going against Natalie and Polly. Mm-hmm. There's a malfunction when they're in the lead. Quote unquote malfunction. And then all of a sudden they stop everything and then do a shut, totally. Shut the elimi- they shut the whole elimination down for the night, brought him back the next day for an entirely new elimination in which Bananas, I don't want to say he got his ass kicked, but he he lost him and Tony had lost and ended up going home. And, right. you know, we've actually talked to somebody who was there watching that elimination. And even she said that, like, it was questionable at best. Because it's like, you know, just stop the Super Bowl and say, oh, you know, the turf is a little too wet. Uh, <laughs> we're going to stop and play tomorrow. No, like, well, that, that and- is not how you play the game out. Like, and then you got, I feel like they need these very vague, I would say it. Like the rules are always subjective mm-hmm. too, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like exactly. the rules are already very subjective. And I think my big thing is just like they apply the rules very biasedly, I feel like in a lot of situations. And that, that like, like I remember one season, um, like I think Johnny Bananas like flat out cheated. I think it was uh, War of the World. Um, was it one or two? I can't remember, but they had to go up to the sun. You remember when they had yeah, to go up to the, the uh, where they had to go, and then they had to like look at the colors, and then they had to come out, whatever, right? Yep. So, and Mister, I think though, it is smart. I'm always, I'm all for if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, right? <laughs> Uh, that's I'm a sports mentality right there. Yeah, I think right. uh, I'm all bored. I think Darrell, I think Darrell said it was um that that he said something like us as challengers, we we like to just do now and ask later. You know, ask for forgiveness exactly. later. <laughs> it's easier to ask for forgiveness than it is permission. Right? That's what it was. That's what he said. That's what he said. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> 
Well, he flat out cheated. He didn't even do the challenge, right? But then I look at like um, the ones in, uh, it was a different season. Or what have you said? No, it's a different season. So I think they were on that uh, big rig and they had a grab flag. They were like taking them over flags, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And they're like, the rules are very subjective, right? So they're like, whoever has the most flag going to win. So then they wanted to get the tribunal. So they were, I think they like, everybody gathered up and said, all right, we're going to make sure that these two people win. But then they get called out for cheating at DQ. Yep. But Johnny Bananas gets hailed as a challenge legend because he's outsmarted the game. It's like, how is he not cheating, but this person is? But they right. did the same thing, right? So I feel like a lot of the nuances when you watch the challenge for an extended period of time. I think it's like the simple nuances that kind of get missed for some people that I feel like play the biggest role, I guess, from like production or from behind the scenes. Because a simple DQ here or a simple nudge there can really change the face of the game because then it changes the whole narrative. Yeah, absolutely. And and it goes back to what you were saying earlier too, and it's a business, right? And they don't yeah. want one of their faces to go home quick. Like that's bad for business. Yeah. Right. Blank. Yeah. Um, all right. So I kinda wanna open up the floor for people to kind of just talk about you know, some of their favorite conspiracies, if you have any. Yeah, let's just start tossing them out. Yeah. So, Steph, did you want to go ahead and throw one out that you like talking about or the one that you think's really kind of has a good? Yeah. Go ahead. Talking about challenge conspiracies, right? Like, we're talking about, like, aliens. Not yet. Not yet. Right. So I think the craziest one for me is when people thought that Total Madness, I believe, was rigged and Jenny, you know, was supposed to be like winner's take all. And then like Bananas wound up crossing it too, so they split. Because it's like, if you look at those conditions, who in their right mind would strike up the snow all over again? It's just, I, it's, I just don't believe it. You know, I, I they see somebody for that, they made them do the whole final over and that's just insane. Like, it's not, no. it doesn't even seem feasible. Like, you're going to go back and find in the snow and Kyle and Bessie are going to sleep outside again like that. And I just feel like to me, I know a lot of people don't like bananas, but I think you're just saying that because they don't like it. Like, I don't think that Jenny was ever supposed to get everything. And then when bananas didn't win, they told her to do the whole final over. Okay, so no. I've, I've heard a different variation of that. Me too. And the variation I heard on that was that it was announced in the beginning of the season that it was going to be a winner take all, similar to Vendetta's when Mm-hmm. car awarded mm-hmm. right and jenny smoked bananas up the mountain but their plan was that bananas would win that season would win that final because when he what he's mm-hmm. in nine final appearances he's won seven you yeah. know so he's got like a crazy winning percentage yeah and so they assumed that when he got there that he'd win mm-hmm. um and that's why they kind of supposedly changed the rules in the rogan elimination earlier right to get him through where right. there was no physical contact allowed right because they were yeah, because like, rogan I think that's why they didn't bring Rogan back. Because Rogan was like, production came over to me and they're like, if I they like, if you touch Johnny Bananas, we're going to disqualify you. And he's like, what are you talking about? It's literally a physical competition. Wow, I didn't even hear that. Yeah, if he broke it, I think Rogan just said it on on he was on a podcast or he was on a he was doing an interview with somebody and he was like, yeah, production literally came over to me and told me, don't touch Johnny Bananas or they're going to yep. disqualify. Yeah, yeah, um, and they gave him uh, they gave him the line about. They were because of where they were, they were so far away from like any sort of medical that if Rogan did any serious damage, then it could be like dire, which oh, I mean, like you're a product, you're 
you're a competition-based series shooting a final in like not great circumstances. <laughs> you probably have medical. <laughs> I might be a little bit out of line here. <laughs> they have medical for Casey. There was other day with freaking halfway up Mount Rushmore and <laughs> with a fucking <laughs> hurricane. With yeah, with a yeah. hurricane on the way. <laughs> right, but but oh, you know, oh, Johnny Bananas has to, you know, get it, get it, get it, feet dirty. Like now we can't, we can't touch him. Like don't you dare touch our golden boy. <laughs> right. But I think, it, but even in in that same thing though, what threw me or Luke was at the beginning. I could have sworn at the beginning of the final, TJ said it was winner take all. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember. I do. I'd have to run back the tape, but I could have sworn at that very, very, very first checkpoint. He was like, it was winner take all. Wow, I don't remember that. I want to go back and watch now. Yeah, I don't I don't remember. But what I what I've heard about the, you know, the conspiracy or the rumor or whatever you want to call it is that like what Rick said. And then because Jenny beat bananas across the line and then bananas was like, you know, a little like around 10 minutes right behind her um, afterward, um, as far as the refilming, they just refilmed the intro to the to the finale, like having TJ say there would be two winners instead of one. Um, so I don't know if that's what I can't remember, but I feel like that's what's on the episode is that TJ says that it'll be one male, one female. But the the rumor is, is that that wasn't the original plan and they changed it after Jenny beat Banana. Can, can wow. I say what the- and like how but how how difficult it like, I don't know. I just I don't get that because I feel like and this is just me just talking. I don't actually know anything about like <laughs> producing a TV show on a station and rules and all that stuff. I don't know about all that. But I presume that with a competition like show like this where this there's this like huge amount of money, there's, you know, certain like plans and permits and shit that they would have to submit prior to even beginning filming. And to me, that would make it a lot more difficult for them to just up and change something at the end. Like right. That. So I, like that's where I have my problem believing that specific conspiracy about that final. But I don't know. It's it's it really could be either way. So I'm going to saying that. Is it like the fans that are like, oh, I heard this. I heard that. Or was it actually like a cast member that kind of blew the whistle a little bit? The Rogan thing is accurate because yeah. I've heard that one okay. too, as far as them saying you can't touch him, right? Yeah. This is non physical. Okay. Um, as far as the intro being changed and stuff, that's all fan shit I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, I've never heard a cast member say it. It's all oh, been like, right. yeah, spoiler accounts. Jo- Whoa. Oh, Josh. JC is here. JC. He did a JC on it. He, he, he's. Yeah, he's back. Are you wearing the Are you wearing a BBG hoodie, Josh? Hey, bro, in different yeah. area codes, <laughs> BBGs everywhere, international, right? International. That's right. Tony's in Canada. Yeah, you got it up in Canada. Oh, <laughs> see, look, we crossing borders, yeah. baby. Let's go. <laughs> but all right. So what I wanted to say about this, like two things. One is, yes, as far as I know, in America, at least if you film in America, you have to file certain like the plans for the game, especially what when there's going to be playing and what the money involved is and what the odds are. And, and all how that. it like, would break out. Right. You would think that they would have to. They pre- do have to do that for plan out how that money breaks out but, as far as first, second or whatever. But they don't film in America. 
Right, it's always in Thailand uh-huh. or um, and then, it's like I know they always a lot of uh, well a lot of times it would be in Thailand, right. but now obviously I guess the budget's a little bit bigger, so they're going to different places, whatever, yeah. like Argentina and all that shit. But um, yeah, when you when you're filming outside of America, you got way more leniency. Yeah, way more leniency. I didn't consider yeah. that. And then, Ugh. but all right, so to me, you want to know what the real conspiracy? What I really feel like the real conspiracy of that of this is mm. is that's the reason that they're never going to bring Jenny back is because she smoked bananas in a final by 10 minutes. And they're like, no, nah, you can't be smoking the is that, go. Is that a conspiracy or like, because I just feel like that's just truth. It, I mean, I just feel like yes. that's just fact. It's, it's, it's not fact. If you're too much of a threat, I'll, I would say this right now. If you're too much of a threat and you're not willing to play by their their game, they're not going to bring you back. Well, and Jenny was never, Jenny was never going to be as polarizing as bananas. You know what I mean? So right. like, and that's why Casey, that's why I like Casey, even Casey. So I remember after Casey won from Big Brother, right? She yeah. was like, I don't think they're ever going to bring me back. Why? Because there's there's really hardly any females that can really beat her. But at the same time, she's not really great for television. Right. Exactly. So that we're going to keep bringing you back. They let you win this money season after season, but you're not giving us right. Exactly. Plus they'd break their, their, they'd break their streak of having a female win and then putting them on the next season as an alternate. Yeah, because they did Amber B, you know, like ridiculous. ridiculous. Real quick, though, Arlen, I want your uh, opinion on this one. Um, If Jenny West and Jordan were in a final, who's winning that? (laughs) 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 Why are you doing like that? (laughs) That's tough, man. Honestly, though. Cause, cause, cause Jenny's like a freaking nature. Yeah. yeah. So it's like you really, you really can't count her out in any aspect of the game, just because like I feel like the challenge is a is a very big equalizer because you have to be good at so many different things that like really gender doesn't matter. Yeah. Like you're you even if you're physically super gifted, it does not matter, right? There's so many other tangibles, and I just feel like Jenny is she's like a freaking Swiss Army knife, dude. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's I true. I can't. I can't necessarily say Jordan would just dust her because it's like. Yeah. Well, I, mean, yeah. I think it would be close, though. The wild part I was, would be close. I would give it to Jordan just off of time yeah, yeah. in the sense of the endurance part, the triathlon. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's a male. Like just the pure physical prospect part will probably get him over. Well, and isn't, uh, if I remember correctly, isn't Jordan like really good with like numbers and math and stuff? I know that's something Jenny kind of, sh- like she's gotten better. Well, it sure as hell wasn't good with puzzles when we did Rival's team. <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> he came back the next season was good at puzzles. Be sure as hell to do it when I was He's there. like, where the hell was this on Rivals 2, Jordan? <laughs> so we're talking about Jenny West being a free of nature there's two people whose instagrams i don't like looking at jenny's yep and marlin's yes <laughs> i'm all sitting on a couch on the couch like eating chips scrolling instagram and all of a sudden like one of marlin's like posts pop up and i'm like oh i suck at life okay oh stop keep going <laughs> stop. Here. look at my look at my thigh can right <laughs> <laughs> Bro, no lie. I was sitting I'm on done with y'all, man. I was sitting on the couch. Nothing but love. Oh man, appreciate some M and M's, and then I think it was either Josh or Tony sent that in the chat. I was like, man, fuck, let's yeah. go get some trail mix. <laughs> 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 yeah, gonna go get trail mix. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> You'll get trail mix and pick out the M&Ms. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Put the M&Ms on the side, yeah. you know. The exercise is to actually work for the M&Ms. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And just be glad you don't work out with Marlon because that's a whole nother uh, experience. Uh, <laughs> it's like, hats off I, I, I'm, I'm gonna go refill your water now, Marlon. Okay. I'll be <laughs> oh, did I miss my set? <laughs> did I miss Speaking my... about the puzzles, yeah. Um, I know I only watched the the um, Spies, Lies, and Allies, but that puzzle at the end for Nelson's team, I solved that puzzle right when he walked up. To it. <laughs> oh, you mean the really long square? Can we do a really long square? <laughs> yeah, I was just like, how do you not see it? It's three squares that you can form. And then CT came up and I was like, is he going to get this? And, like and right away, seconds. bam, he got yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't we just make a really long square? <laughs> can we talk about, is yeah. CT really good at puzzles or is it just that he's been doing it so long? Or is everybody else just that bad? So or did they edit it to make him look like he solved it like that so yeah so that one tori was talking about it either it was either with you guys or it was on, it was when uh, she talked to us right yeah because she said it was a lot longer but it was not a lot longer but there was there was definitely a lot edited out to make it look like they basically walked up did it and kept on going that's exactly what i thought happened well, you, she said it wasn't long, but it took him a couple minutes, yeah. like two, three minutes, you know, walking up. Yeah, because Tori was like, it. dude, you've already done this puzzle. And he's like, oh, shit, right, I have. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say is <laughs> Karina, like, pulled up, like, a, like, pulled up her fucking archive of seasons. And she's like, look at this. And it's, <laughs> like, season eight, episode four, CT does the same fucking puzzle. Exact same puzzle. Now, is is. Is this the archive of seasons or the archive of CT? Because I'm pretty sure she has both. I do have both. I do have both. <laughs> this was the seasons. <laughs> I actually got. I actually got a. Uh, look, guys, I got another hard drive today because my second one is now full. So. But these are now just podcast episodes. I I have all the seasons down done. I'm done. I have one through thirty seven, so I'm good for now. Yo, all right, hey, this for is now. totally off, this is totally off subject, but this is wild. Um, a guy I used to work with was like, "You're into the challenge, right?" I was like, "Yeah, we do a podcast." He's like, "Do you have access to the old seasons?" I was like, "Yeah, why?" He's like, "I was on one of them." I was like, "Bro, get the oh, fuck out right. of here!" No, you got <laughs> wet. And yeah. he was like, "Yeah, I was on like season three. They were in Bishop, and they had to do like this bed race." And it's like old school, like Mark Long yep. and like, no way. Yeah. It, and he's there, man. We, what, we pulled it up and sure as shit. Yeah. <laughs> it was so cool. Right there. Yeah. yeah dude, it was kind of cool. We we played it during the He beating. wasn't, he wasn't a, a ch like a challenge or anything. He was, um, they were like hosting the. Yeah. The, they were like in the intro the, to the daily. You remember like how they used to do on road rules where they'd have yeah, like, yeah. people come in and yeah. yeah. Anyways, all right. Sorry, back on track. So, Ambrose, <laughs> I know uh, you watched uh, Spies, Lies, and Allies, and yeah. me and you've talked about a couple other ones. Is there a conspiracy theory that you wanted to bring up, or did you just want to kind of comment on some other ones? Uh, no, I don't think I I noticed any. Well, first of all, I binge watched them all the way through, so <laughs> I'm like <having> everything <laughs> jumbled in my head right now. But, everything is one season. <laughs> but I saw like I I, I kind of see how the strategy was and how everybody was moving right in the beginning, and these people coming in from like Survivor and all these other different shows. Um, I thought it was interesting that Emmy chose CT because I didn't see that as a matchup, but. She kind of went over there and was like, you know, unsure of herself, too. 
And then to see them all go to the end together, well, in a way together, right? And then he gives them some money. I was like, okay, that's a little weird to me. I mean, I felt (laughs) like, you know, he was pulling his team along, but there was some moments in there where I was confused with what CT was thinking because he was saying two different things because he can't, he, I could have swore, correct me if I'm wrong. But I heard him say, we got to watch out for the the people that were on Survivor, because that's like a whole nother level of of politics for them. And then he was on a team with her. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of weird. I think I think that like when they were, uh, you know, in the beginning when everybody was just paired up. And so you had like your big brother alliance um, and all their pairs. And then you had your survivor alliance and all their pairs and whatever. I think that's where a lot of people um, were really scared of survivor because there were like there was plenty of them to actually make a difference if they decided that they wanted to. Um, Yeah. Where they messed up is that the U.S. survive the American survivor players did not want to team up with the international Mm -hmm. survivor players, Mm -hmm. though they split themselves that way. So that screwed them. Well, Um, but I think. Yeah, it really. They would have ran the season. Exactly. Well, and that's what I was going to say. The whole season. If they would have just taken the internationals all went together, even not even just all the rookies, but even just all the international players like banded together, they could have made some shit happen. That's what I'm saying. That's like its own conspiracy theory. If you think about like, because we've talked to plenty of the rookies that were on there. We've talked to Emmy, to Manuel, to Priscilla, to Priscilla. Why would they all gain that? I just don't understand why. Like that would have been the perfect season for just rookies all to be like, bro, we we every single one of them a little bit different. We not vote for any of our own people. And we gonna make these vets sweat it out. Yo, no lie. Oh. We asked all of them, and you know, every have- single one of them had the same answer. You know what it was? Mm-hmm. That they didn't realize that there was more rookies than vets. I disagree with that. That's that was, a lie. That was Huey. Priscilla. Pr- that was Huey and Priscilla's answer. That sounds so crazy, though. Like, you can't count. That's two out of four. So that was Huey and Priscilla's answer. Emmy and Emmanuel's answer, I actually respect a little more. They straight, they both straight said that walking into the challenge, they already knew that they wanted to work with vets. They did not want Mm -hmm. to try to even work with the rookies because they watched the show. Like, Emmy and Emmanuel both did their homework before they went on the show. And so they saw that, you know, on a typical season, rookies are automatically targeted. And so Emmy and Emmanuel both said that they went into the house um, with a plan to not be friends with each other in the house and to just branch off and, like, suction onto the vets and learn as much as they could, which I actually respect the strategy, but it just would have been really, really cool to see all the rookies just, like, come together or all the international players come together you know it would have been awesome that would have been awesome yeah i just i just i do not like the whole let's get the rookies out thing which just played out to me because it was like we got people like jay who like comes in and just like does the impossible but like what if everybody would have gained up and sent him home you know what i mean you got um uh people like jenny you know what i mean like all these people that come in as rookies that really have the ability to like really flip the game on his head and give people that wow factor but it's just like nope let's let all the vet just get on their ass the whole time walk their way <laughs> to the fucking final and then <laughs> Oh, wow. Surprise, surprise. CT won again. And and that's the thing, too, is there was plenty of rookies on this season that could have given a lot of those guys a run for their money, like Kells, 
like oh, fucking yeah. Corey Lay. Like Corey, Corey Lay, Lay could have probably beat anybody in there in a one-on-one physical, he in my opinion. Right. Yeah. Right. He could have. He Corey Corey Lay and Kells. I guarantee you, anything physical in the elimination round, boys would have would have came out with strikes. Kells, like yeah, Kells would have won. Yeah. Yeah, and that's my thing. Is like, yeah, but, but that's a whole other. Oh, yeah, I, I, I actually have. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to jump off. No, I was going to say, I actually have one from Spies, Lies and Allies. Let's that go. I have never heard before. To, so today I actually put um some stuff. Uh, I put a thing up on our IG story that was like, hey, we're talking conspiracy theories tonight. Whatever. Send me your favorite ones. Um, And this one was actually submitted a few times and I've never heard this one before, but it was from Spies, Lies and Allies. And it was a really epic elimination. So I want to know what everybody thinks. But oh. the the rumor is, is that the Tori Amanda elimination <laughs> was number one um, set up specifically for Tori to win because Amanda went to production prior to the elimination and said that she had some kind of problem that she had to go home for um and so that's why uh who was it it was a manuel and and who did he go against that did the puzzle thing and then Devin, they Devin, switched it Devin. right and Devin, right and then they switched the whole elimination to give tori and amanda a physical elimination and the rumor is that that was done because they knew that tori would easily beat amanda in a physical but if they left it to the puzzle it would make it obvious that amanda was throwing it because she needed to go home so to fill in some of the blanks on this i've actually heard this because she talked about it on uh, Bananas podcast when she. Oh, was Amanda there. did. Oh, yeah. yeah, I didn't. Yeah. So that, she but. she talked about how she was having issues with her her kid's father and with the lawyer and that she needed to be back otherwise she would lose custody of her child <laughs> yeah and so she kind of went to production and said hey like we got to figure it out because they went so over with uh, quarantine and people testing positive. Mm-hmm. So yes, I actually feel like that is a true. But d- my question, I guess the the I'm not I'm not even questioning whether she had something going on. My question is, was it previously the same elimination that Emmanuel and Devin did, and then they switched it to a physical one to you know favor Tori, or was it just always going to be that anyway? That's what I'm like. Based on the way that it was set up, though, it was um, Emmanuel and Logan did a physical or Logan. That's right. Okay. And then was it, did they go right into the puzzle with Devin and no, that was the three, Emmanuel. that was the three one. Right. So Emmanuel and Logan went and Emmanuel won. And then, right. And then Tori and Amanda went. And then because the kids, DJ had dropped the bombshell that nobody saved. And then they had to vote on the spot again. And then they ended up voting mm-hmm. Emmanuel in. And then Emmanuel picked Devin. Devin that's right. right. I couldn't yeah, remember right. the order. So that, it does sort of lend to the fact that it was flipped because it would make more sense to go physical Emmanuel and Logan puzzle tori and amanda physical devon and emmanuel right exactly Mm -hmm. so i I do think they flipped it yeah but originally i thought they flipped it because i thought that they were trying to save devon right but he could have played both ways so yeah yeah i I, I, I didn't think that they thought um emmanuel was going to be able to do a puzzle yeah or Or that tori wasn't like or that Sorry, Tori that. was gonna. I was gonna say I, they probably didn't expect that Tori would be trying to help a man well over Devin. <laughs> like, oh, that's you. That's you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Tori. So they didn't want to put Emmanuel in back-to-back physicals like in the same night. I did hear that too, and that's fair. That's, uh, that's I, fair. I, I. That's fair. Yo, is it just me or 
do they just play such a fucking sloppy game nowadays compared to what they used to? What production? No, just cast. He's <laughs> <laughs> out there fucking <laughs> for Manuel and Devin. You know? Like I want them both to win. <laughs> Manuel, here's the answer. <laughs> like what? Right, right. right. Like, don't say nothing. Like, what the hell? Yeah, turn, oh, just turn around, face the back wall, and just, it, that's it. And that's what I have to do. And everybody knows in here that I fucking love Tori. Yeah. Like, she's like my know. favorite one, but she's still, it's pet. like, fuck, man. Come on. It was funny, too, because, like, on actually, I was watching um, some of the clips from Rivals 2 right before we came on. Mm-hmm. And at one point, John A was like, they're one and one. And it was actually, it was uh, Marlon's elimination against Leroy and Ty. Oh, yeah. And Johnny was like, I don't want to watch it. They're one and one. Yeah. And she just turned around and she just the other direction. Hey, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not even going to watch. I was just like, oh, my gosh. Yo, who was it? I think Ashley it was in dance. Yeah, that was an intense elimination. Yo, I think it was me and Marvin debated the shit out of some guy because they were like, oh, Jordan, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, don't get me wrong. Jordan did good. But if you really watch that in no, that last one, that was Marlon holding yeah. fucking Ty yeah. and Leroy into the ground. Bro, he literally was like inches away from the bell. Yeah. She almost I literally twice. I thought we were going to lose. I was yeah. like, dude, we lost. I literally, like, for a second there, I thought we lost. And like, when I... Was able to grab him. I was like, "There's no fucking way." Yeah, I was like, "There's no fucking way we're still in this." Like, <laughs> oh my, it, it, yeah, no, it was awesome. To this day, that's shocking. It was awesome. Well, Tony, I'm glad you brought up Rivals too because I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back a little bit more. I'm gonna go to Rivals one, and the one I'm gonna talk about is Ooh. that Adam threw the fucking elimination against Tyler and Bananas to have JD can go to the final. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. 100 percent. 100%. 100%. I don't care what Adam says. This is this is the conspiracy <laughs> episode, not the fact episode. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you can't tell me otherwise by watching that you didn't throw that. You just can't. Like how how do you I, I just man, no. I that's one of the things where you just gotta let it go and just be like, yeah, yeah. It's, it, yeah it's, it's just too it, it's too in your face. Yeah. Well, and like the yeah. honest, like, honestly, I not that I don't want to not that I want to say I wouldn't like blame him or anything, but it's like a lot of people will be like, all right, all right, you threw it. You didn't want to see CT get money. And OK, cool. Like, whatever. Yeah. Man. But just own your shit. Yeah. OK, we all know you threw it. You're not dumb. Look, based on the circumstance. Cool. Whatever. Whatever, like, man. Yeah. Like, I had it coming. Kind of yeah. coming. <laughs> I don't know. I was faulting you for it, bro. Like, just let it. Yeah. You don't. You don't buy it. So here's my thing: is like, one, Adam was never a great competitor in the first place. Secondly, Tyler, who was a fairly good competitor, a two-time beast, two-time champ, made the same fucking mistake Adam made. Ish. He just didn't make it multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Keep making the mistake. You know what else I do wonder though, and I've 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 always thought this, and I've actually never said this publicly, so exclusive here on the podcast. Okay. All right. Where's Barbara Walters? (laughs) Hold on, I gotta buckle in. (laughs) <laughs> I, 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 are you guys paying for the whole seat because you only, You're need, only the edge. need the edge <laughs> it's not even sunday yet i wonder so as adam is like falling forward uphill i don't know however that happens um ct runs up behind him and grabs him by his shorts and like wedges him up tries to like wedgie him up the hill right if ct had not touched him and had just let him gather his self and get those next couple of steps 
would he have been able to make it up? Like, did CT impact Adam's ability to stay standing by grabbing his shorts like that and trying to drag him up the hill, thus putting more weight on him and them sliding further down? The, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, I wonder I get if, what you're trying to if say he had just left Adam alone, if Adam would have been able to make it to the top. I don't know. Had Adam not made the same mistake more than once, they wouldn't even have been in that situation. <laughs> <Fair>. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's okay. just some, it's just something I've always thought about. Like if he had just not tried to grab Adam by his shorts, taking him off of his feet even further, if maybe the outcome might have been a little different. I don't know. It might that it, it, it might have it might have changed. I that's hard to say, man. That's just one of those ones where it's just like it's you a just what can't if. tell. Yeah, like, yeah. There's it's like, way too many other factors. Like that's like to me. That's that's like looking back at the Falcon Patriots Super Bowl and being like, okay, if they would have just handed off the ball one more time. Well, yeah, obviously, you know, like it's it's, it's 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 just something I've always like thought about. And every time I watch the elimination, I'm like, hmm. I'm just gonna throw this out there. If if was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. I'd like to be drunk right now. Oh, you're <laughs> all. Let's do this. <laughs> What's our next one? You've got the tablet. Oh. Tell us. Um. Okay. Well, let's see here. Why we're on pause for a minute? Uh, something's been bugging me all day. Get um. It. It's 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 Marla. It was his Instagram live because he was at the gym and it kind of broke out on him when I I um commented something and he answered it and it broke up and I was like, what did he say? I had to go back to work. <laughs> um. But I was just like, and now we we wonder why the challenge won't call you back. And then he started talking about it, and it broke up on me. And I was like, what the hell did he say? I don't know. I, know. I, I was like halfway through the thing. I was like, I, I'm frozen. Like I was like, what the fuck is going on? Why? It's like I'm frozen. And then, then it ended my live. I was gonna say, Bunum and Marie <laughs> watching you. <laughs> I would say, right. <laughs> No, I was, um, no, I was just saying, like, I didn't know CBS partnered with MTV and they're basically just phasing out all the MTV people and bringing in, like, all the, the DBS, like, personalities, I feel like. So I just feel like at this point, it's probably a 0% chance that I would ever go back just because I think they're phasing it into this. They're going to be bringing way more Big Brother, way more uh, Survivor and I think they're going to probably be bringing more of those guys than actual MTV, um, MTV bait characters. I mean, a lot of the MTV people are going to start going more towards all star. Um, so, so we need to start Marlon for celebrity big brother. Got it. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. Survivor. Survivor. Okay. Yeah, no, no, for no. real, Survivor. Put, put Marlon on Survivor, for sure. Now, here's, here's the setup for you, Karina. We've got Marlon versus Jonathan from season 42. What? No, Survivor. <gasps> no. The big showdown. You can't do that to me. I love that. I just so did. It happened. Yeah, do you watch Survivor, Marlon, or Amber? I, have, I do not watch Survivor. Holy shit, you should Dude, see this man. guy on Survivor right now. It is the most incredible thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, what the f- how does this person? Oh, it's on, the, it's on the current one that's out right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, well, right. like they just did a they just did a challenge there like last week, and at the end of it, Jeff Probes looks at him and he goes, "I have to say, this was the single most dominant performance I have ever seen in a team challenge throughout the show." Like from a single oh, person I, because he literally won the entire challenge for his uh, his entire team, entire team, and, and not just won it. He fucking smokes the other two tribes like some dude. 
it is just yeah it's no, it's no, it's just, like, what just like, i can't believe i just watched this happen like dude. i watched it four times yo <laughs> n- no lie dude it's probably like six two six three i want to say he's looking like two twenty two thirty yeah. let me let me just preface it for you this way this last episode or maybe it was the one before we're on like the fourth episode right now i think right tony yeah so and it was either the third or fourth episode. He does a little like confessional interview type thing where he talks about why he's so physical now. Um, and he talks about how when he was like three, four years old, like his dad had him like, you know, uh, he's got a little brother or whatever. And he would have them like doing push ups and doing runs. And like you had to run this distance. And the last one, you know, if you lost the race, you had to do it three times and He's like, so I've always been fitness since I was like four or five years old. And he's just grown up with that as, as his lifestyle. And he's, he is phenomenal. <laughs> Freaking nature. Freaking nature. Fit. Just, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Stupid good. Stupid, stupid. So, but um, anyway. Uh, I just wanted to say something real quick. Yeah. Because Marlon brought this up with the CBS challenge. Me and Tony were talking about this and I, I kind of liked his idea mm-hmm. is that because I know we all kind of feel like MTV is moving away from reality television because all they do is put ridiculousness and on. different <laughs> versions of it. And the yeah. Yeah. and, and cooking yeah, ridiculousness. <laughs> oh, I love it too, but not 20 Deliciousness. Deliciousness. Yeah, deli- um, that too. Yeah. 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 Deliciousness, <laughs> cuteness. Yeah. Is- yeah, all that. But Tony was like, I think they're going to start using like CBS as the, the filler, almost like the AAA. And start calling people up from that to the MTV to go against, you know, the CT, the Nelson, the Tory, the the Corey. It'd be like a feeder show. Yeah. Thing, really? A new feeder yeah. show into the main like, flagship. And it's based on like dick all other than me thinking that it makes sense. But basically, like people always bitch and complain about the fact that they have rookies that come in that they don't know. So having the CBS feeder show and like the UK, the Australia, the Argentina, it gives them the opportunity to have these people play a challenge on their own that you can watch if you want to or you cannot. But then if they feed those people through like the MTV flagship show, yeah, then they like quote unquote qualify. But also it gives the people who are watching an opportunity to see them in that like framework yeah that element yeah exactly the cbs the cbs was like the warm-up basically right yeah, yeah. like trying okay. to transition them from survivor amazing race big brother into the challenge world right yeah. right kind of like how real world and and road rules did that was for the, the starting point and then you got to yeah, the challenge from it there warmed you up it got mm-hmm. you acclimated and it's yeah. like, all right now go be now go deal with the big dog i just so do it and what's the point with more than i guess yeah, how does that play in with All Stars? I think like, all I think All Stars yeah. is done after four. I think they're going to film a yeah. four, and the, that's the rumors I've heard from spoiler accounts and stuff is that they're going to film All Stars All Stars four, and that's going to be the end of it. To me, like, how are you going to top what they did in, in the cast that they just did in for All Stars three? Oh, yeah. How do you top that? Yeah, I don't think you. Can. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. Well, and they're going to run out. They're going to run out of people unless they want to do the exact same thing with All Stars that they're doing with the flagship, which is just bringing the same people back over and over and over again. Because the thing with the OGs and the the older players is that they're older now. Like, they don't want to well, come spend four or five I think they could cycle to rule, but they could still cycle to rule. I, I, okay, so I think that they could bring I think they back could. 30 mm-hmm. type people, 
but they can like offset it. You know what I'm saying? To where right. it's like, all right, maybe bring, you know, I don't know, bring Daryl back like for two and let him sit off two, then bring him back for two. Or Derek K, like bring him back for one, let him sit off one, bring him back for one. And then like, you know what I mean? And almost kind of like do a litmus test, kind of like a filtering of like, mm-hmm. you know, what personality stick was don't. And then you just kind of like, Either totter between it, but you never ever just have a solidified like, okay, we know these ten are always going to be on there. It's like, nah, they, you know what I mean? We just we scrapped all ten of them and brought in ten new, you know? Well, and I think that I think that the fans also had a really big misunderstanding over what this was going to be. You know, I think that they thought that they were going to you know flip on their TVs and it was going to be like the Corals, the Rachel Robinson, um, you know, but like Coral wants nothing to do with the show or the TV world or anything like that. Um, you know, Rachel's got her own thing going on, so she doesn't do that. But, but here, just but, go, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, just before we get really off subject, I just want us to all realize that we're still bitching about the same thing with Buenum and Murray and MTV, which is the <laughs> fucking casting. It's always the casting. Like, yeah, I mean, the simple answer is, is okay, like, what, yeah, it's like what Marlon said, do rotation. Like, yeah, like, yeah, I like to see Latarian and I like to see Tech. But I also want to see Marlon back on there. I also want to see thing. call the people you, you haven't know, called yet. Like I want to see CJ back on there. I'd love to see yeah. CJ back on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shit like that. But anyways, yeah. all right, let's get back to the conspiracy. I'll tie it back in for you. Easily. Do it. Do it. The thing I think the reason that we have so many conspiracy theories with the like with the challenge is because we have the same roster of like 40 people that we cycle through. You don't see quite as many conspiracy theories about shows like Survivor, where you're going to have a couple repeat players, but for the most part, every season is a new crew. So then there's not necessarily the favoritism that you're going to get from production every time you come out versus the challenge where if you see the same faces, it doesn't matter like whether you're planning to or not. There's an unintentional bias. Exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like, it's hard to have favorites when the same people aren't coming back year after year after year. Like, you're going to grow certain feelings for certain people. We as yeah, fans that's why do it. That's so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Every time the show comes out, you're getting a brand new experience, brand new faces, brand new stories. So it's just like, you, it makes you want to watch it every time because you know you're getting something new. Yeah. But, and yeah. and see, I think that that was like one of the things that has always really set the challenge apart from other uh, reality competition shows is that, you know, especially on the fan side of it, is that we can we always know we can count on coming to this show and seeing our favorites over and over again. Right. But I think that production took it to like has just continued to escalate the level of where that should be, like where that cutoff should be. And they've just continued to escalate it. And now it's just like to a point where it's just out of control. Right. Where it's like if they just dialed that back down and it's like, you know, give us some fresh faces, give us a couple of vets that we recognize and then let them take a few seasons off. And then, you know what I mean? And like like Marlon said, rotate in and out kind of a thing. And I think that would be like such a better set up for not only as the fans but you know i I don't want to get in too deep but even just as the castmates because that shit is it has got to be exhausting i'm not even going to say gotta be just from talking to you know as many challengers as we have that shit is exhausting mentally physically emotionally like give them some time off in between you know i couldn't imagine doing what kyle's in a row yeah like kyle's on what like seven seasons consecutively yeah he hasn't taken a break 
He's gonna he's gonna end up breaking Kara's record, which is ironic. He already break it. No, I think this next season will be. Um, but you know what? Marlon's gonna love this one. Hit oh, it he is. Oh, oh Marlon's gonna love this one. All right, so this is actually. Um, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead or whatever, but this is one of the big conspiracy. I theories. believe it though. This is one of the big conspiracy theories. Rick and I differ on this. Karina's one. gonna kill me for that, Marlon. I just want to know. <laughs> he's, gonna oh, get, he's gonna get cut in bed tonight. All right, so the, the conspiracy theory is that on uh, season 29, Invasion of the Champions, Nelson actually beat CT in that final and did not lose by two minutes and 22 seconds. Go. I don't even know. So the reason they say that is because they made such a big deal of the edit that Nelson had with uh, Camilla. But what they didn't show is how good Amanda and Nelson did on their portion. I'm sorry, who? I'm Amanda? sorry, Nelson and uh, and Ashley did on their portion. <laughs> sorry about that, guys. Um, but they couldn't let a rookie beat their 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 their, 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 their poster boy, their goat. You know right. what I mean? They couldn't well, have that on his me. comeback season. Comeback season after losing DM. Yeah, on the anniversary and of DM's death. DM's death. It was the anniversary. It was like the day after DM's death um, that they ran and they started the final. And not only that, but immediately following that, they had the CT's wedding special set up where they fucking made shit tons of money off of CT's wedding. Not only that, where was the final ran? <laughs> CT's lucky spot, Thailand. I 100% believe they read it for him. 100%. Oh, so yeah. here's here's I'm my gonna give you, wait i'm gonna give you just no, just you so go, you can just you think, look at nelson's run on uh the challenge right nelson is arguably one of the best people to ever play the challenge without a win right like think about it if nelson has one final just one final win he's going to be on people's on mount, mount rushmore yes right with that I, elimination 100%. record yes with that elimination record, which is with then then look at how he performed in this past one. Like, dude in the final was beefing, right? I tried. Yeah. Right? So, and then you look at then put in perspective the fact that he took an L for Corey. Yep. Right? Come yep. on. That, come on. I, That's I, some I, shit, I, dude. I think production gave him the tap tap for that. And then look at the fact that DJ came up to him in his last final. Oh. And basically gave him that acknowledgement of like bro you are that dude like don't let the fact that you haven't won or didn't win so that to me says that like nelson has taken a lot of l's behind the scene yeah when you look at how well he performs consistently challenge after challenge after challenge and just doesn't have a a final win so right. then you put that in perspective that time i think that yeah they i think Either they told Nelson to like gaff out, or maybe he beat him and they changed it, or I don't know. But I, I could see, I could definitely see them saying like, "We gonna switch the edit up so that Nelson doesn't win." Real quick, I can see. I'm, a, I'm gonna give a Stephen A. a hot take real quick. I know Josh is excited about this. Oh, skip. So, <laughs> why? How many seasons Nelson do now? Like eight or nine? This is eight, 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 nine. nine. I'm say, oh, I think it's eight. I want to say it's right there. Right? Yeah, so he's good. Eight what seasons you bet? and done two finals. Okay. Bet. Bet on his ninth season, he wins it just like CT. 
Oh, that would be I interesting. We, and we oh, already said to beat them. Who's gonna? Who's, yeah. Who's his real competition at this point, though? Like honestly, he can. Yeah. Kyle, Kyle. the only one. He can Kyle. definitely beat Corey in the final. Yeah. That's for sure. Bananas if he comes back. Yeah. Okay, bananas. I can see bananas, but I don't think bananas is gonna have the same, the same tank as Nelson. I don't like, know. I think no, he, 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 will gas out against Nelson. Okay. I don't think he'll make a final. I, think I don't he think gets voted bananas, out. I don't think bananas is gonna make another. I, final. I could almost see bananas getting the rookie treatment and just getting put in again and again and again until he goes. I'm yeah, just, uh, that's what they should wait, do. I mean, if and he, less production. If they don't do that to him, it's just like you're playing a stupid game. The longer you let him yeah. stand, well, the longer you produ- just control the game. You have to get him out. Exactly. Yeah, unless, unless production protects right. him. Yeah. <laughs> well, then that's the thing. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's the same thing with bananas as CT. Like, you don't want to see him in a final. No. You want to see him in an elimination. So, look, here's, here's my yeah. only argument for this. And, like, and honestly, I would be fine if Nelson did, like, beat CT in this final. Because I'm a huge Nelson fan as well. I love Nelson. I... I'm like waiting for his win, right? Um, Fuck yeah! But here's my thing with where I where I struggle believing this conspiracy about the invasion final. And correct me if I'm wrong, uh, uh, Tony, probably specifically because you've probably been the one that's watched invasions most recently during your recent watch through. I don't think that Nelson beat CT in any of those checkpoints on either of the two days. Now I know that there were. None time penalties and stuff like that but nelson had a bad string of luck with the partners that he chose for each of those different checkpoints like the puzzle one him and and um camilla no nicole z oh yeah well nicole z doesn't speak english remember like she's from staten island but she's not really from staten island marie, Come on. marie didn't even claim her <laughs> i have no look look i okay so like i met nicole on uh ace on the beat and <laughs> i'm telling you like i didn't the translator for about a good 50 percent of the time i'm like oh, shit. <laughs> I'm like, what are you saying? I, I would just nod and be like, uh-huh. Dude, yeah. uh, I, don't, I don't hear Tony saying anything. Hmm? Let me ask you a question real quick. Yeah. Do you understand me? Like, when I send Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. 100%. Yeah. 100%. You don't know. When, when Stephanie is, like, in, like, a mood, though. She gets fired. It, 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 it some words. Some words. Only some words. I'm like, what'd she say? I got to listen to that again. <laughs> I don't think so, but if you guys all say so, maybe. For the norm, I understand everything, and I like I like to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, no lie. The, when I first heard Stephanie was from New York, I was like, Steph, say coffee and sausage real quick. I had a roommate from uh, I had a roommate from uh, New Jersey uh, uh, when I was in Lubbock for like. Uh, well, we were just roommates for like six months and then I had to get out because she was crazy. But anyway, the accent is something stupid. Like, everything's aggressive. And like, everything she would say is aggressive. She'd give you a compliment and it was aggressive. I'm like, I don't know if I'm just saying thank you or like, put your fist up. I don't know. Like, you look at bad sexy today, fool. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> All right, <thanks. laughs> 
we go fight or go get drinks. I don't know. Right? Right? <laughs> my favorite is when Steph gets really fired up about someone. She's like, no, you know what? Fuck those bums. I'm like, whoa. Like, whoa. <laughs> I, I, I've actually said worse words than bum. I, I think I threw out the C word a few times. I'm not going to say it on here. Once or twice. Yeah. That word a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell. You can tell when you when you hit play on a voice memo from Steph, you can tell in the first two words if you need to, like, take a step back from the phone or if it's going to be at like a normal volume throughout. If, it, if Steph means business, then watch out. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, well, you're Canadian, so you're super nice. And I'm from the Bronx, so I'm Brownsted. So I, I I'm Canadian. I never said that I was an asshole. Cody, <laughs> you're super nice. And that's why like, I'll send like a message sometimes. But I'll be like, Cody oh, probably heard that. And like, I'm like, damn. Yeah. Like, I just have those like Canadian stereotypes in my head. They're so nice. And then, just, and then like, I leave. And I'm like, all right, back to work. Bye. <laughs> oh my God. I like that you're saying that I'm so nice. And like the first episode of the podcast that I was on, I got in an argument with Josh within the first like 20 minutes. <laughs> right. Oh, God. I remember that episode. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's jump um, back into this one. Um, so here's one that I want to bring up. Yeah. And this one is I'm going to I'm going to preface this with it's 90 percent fact. But the only thing that's oh. not fact is the timeline. Mm hmm. And the, it's with Rivals 3 and Bananas. So what I've heard is we all know about the Adderall, right? What I've heard, though, is that production knew before the final was over. And they decided to let it play out and to see what was going to happen. And when Bananas won and took the money, they decided that they were just going to find him instead of actually and bury, the story, and bury yeah. the story instead of take the win away. Well, try to bury they the story. Did you get fine, though? Like, was it like, yep. oh, he did. It like, was like $5,000. No, it was 30 grand out of oh. 300,000. 30 grand out of That's a song, actually. 30 grand. Yeah. But he nah. probably made 100K to do that season. Yeah. It's not more. Quote. The quote from Bananas, as I've heard it, is basically that I will take the fine every time yeah. because the fine is not as lucrative as the final prize money. Right. 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 So was it confirmed that he did take Adderall? Is that like not a rumor? No, it's not a rumor. It's it's known. It's in an article. It's published. Okay. MTV tried to bury it, but you know, challenge fans are like the damn CIA. We'll find anything. I don't really understand that, fam. They really are the CIA. It's like, how did y'all I will find anything. <laughs> Yo, the wild thing is, is it, it just runs with all of us because, like, there's people that release spoilers, and we sit here and, like, who the fuck is that person? Who is the spoiler? <laughs> yeah. I don't know who Gamer Bed is. Like, Gamer Bed? I need to know yeah. who Pink Rose is immediately, okay? Because she's never wrong on any of the yeah. cast, any of the things that happen. Well, that's who Gamer Bev takes their spoilers from is Pink it's Rose. Is Pink Rose, yeah. yeah. So that's who, I really, yeah, yeah. that's who I really want to know. I feel like it's, I don't know, man. I that's really another have, conspiracy. I really have to, like, unfollow and then, like, refollow Gamer Bev. Like, if I see a season coming up and I really, really want to watch it, yeah, I, 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 I can't. I can't. I like Game of Rev just. Yeah. It's just poison. Every time I'm like, no, no, unfollow. I, I can't. I See, can't. Yeah. I always I always end up knowing the spoilers. A lot of it comes because we run the groups. And so like people will literally right. go and just submit a post to our group and just be like, 
CT1. And we're like, well, thanks, fuckers. Like, <laughs> um, but, um, you know, so we typically know the spoiler. We just don't know how, what happens or how it goes down. And the only thing we ever like release as far as like spoilers or anything is like, we'll talk about the cast. Like if we yeah. hear rumors for like yeah. upcoming seasons, what the cast is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll do that. And it's like, but we'll put like heavy spoiler warnings. If you don't, if you want to be surprised by the cast, don't listen to this episode. <laughs> like, you know, but I don't, we I don't like knowing the cast before it comes out. Of Black I Black do too. Like, Me yeah. too. You can really kind of like, kind of start to feel out what, what like things are probably going to pop off that it just makes it more interesting to either see unfold or be like, you know, yeah. something happens. You're like, oh, dang. Like, well, and like, did for- that coming? For, like, All-Stars 2, like, I watched All-Stars 1 and All-Stars 2, um, but it was one of those things where, like, I wasn't on it the the day and minute it released like I am with every other challenge season, right? It was like, oh, when I get to it on, like, Saturday night, I'll watch it. Oh, I know. But (laughs) All-Stars 3, like, I am going to be on that shit Wednesday night at midnight when it drops. Like, I'm going to be on that because I am stoked for this cast. Oh, my God. I'm excited. Ugh. Okay, I'm sorry. I keep veering off of subject. No, it's it, this is what we do. I mean, like <laughs> I know you have Marlon is on here. We're <laughs> never going to stay on track, right? <laughs> Period. Yeah, it, it is what Ever. it is. But yeah, yeah, bananas on Adderall in Rivals Three. So, stole Sarah's money, and uh, we never saw Sarah again after so that either. It, and like Loki, this is just my idea. I think if bananas doesn't win that they suspend him completely and make Sarah take all the money one way or the other. One person was walking away with that money mm-hmm. to make it a headline. I wish it was Sarah. It was the first time they did it, right? Yes. yes. That was the first time that they yeah. did a steal the steal the money. Yeah. Wild shit, man. So of course they wanted it to make a big impact. Right. Like some, I've heard some people yeah. say that, that, um, that bananas didn't really win that Sarah really won, but you know. really, Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. That one doesn't seem to hold as much weight as any of the other conspiracies. When you go back really and bring you it up, but watch that final, she beat him in every checkpoint except for the sleeping one. So I mean, it's right. Possible. So when I go back and I sit there and I watch, oh, I don't know if you guys have talked about the other one yet or not. Not yet. Not yet. We're not gonna, yet. we're gonna Sorry, we're gonna do. Yeah, so we're talking about this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we didn't want to say where like, I came in. The You're one good. season that has like every fucking conspiracy theory yeah, in it. I know, right I know reckoning is last. Reckoning. We'll talk about that last. Yeah. yeah. That's Ambrose. That's why I wanted you to watch that because literally there's like four or five conspiracy theories just on that season alone. And they're, they're hard to argue. Well, so. you gave him homework. Oh my God. Yeah. He had, he had massive homework. I'm, <laughs> I'm a rookie in this whole thing. <laughs> I told him, I told him, Hey, watch two seasons, watch or not even two seasons, watch the final on rivals three, and then try to watch as much of final reckoning and the final of it as you can. Yeah. yeah. Um, because those are the two like main ones with the, with the conspiracies. Mm-hmm. Do we have any others other than I final do. Reckoning? So I have a couple from double agents that I just want to touch on, um, because we did touch on the, um, the Josh and CT where the cables weren't level and Josh was all over the place and he was screaming for help and nobody helped him and whatever. Um, but there's another one that happened that season that is another there's, two. Re- there's a couple more, yes. But there's a there's another one that's really huge that happened that season and it's actually the first episode. Um, both CT and Wes are voted into elimination and then all of a sudden 
oh, guys, we're starting with girls this week. And it ends up being their female competitors who go in instead of what the house thought would be a male male elimination. So the conspiracy is, is that production did not want CT and Wes going up against each other in the very first elimination. Again, kind of touching back on what Marlon said earlier about, you know, it's a business first and foremost. And those are their two biggest names on that season. So they don't want one of them going home episode one. So they were like, shit, flip it. Let's make it a girl's elimination. And then that ended up being Natalie Anderson and Ashley Mitchell in which Ashley lost and went home. So, um, yeah, briefly for uh, like an episode or two (laughs) until she came back and replaced Natalie. Oh my God, how weird is that? Weird. <laughs> like, you know, like, come on now. If that's not pulling the fucking strings behind the scenes, I don't know what it is. So, how's the, that for a mulligan, eh? Right? right. Oh my God. The So, the only thing that I'm not sure about this whole like order switching thing, I definitely could see them doing something like that because, again, it was Wes and CT, their two biggest names from that season, episode one. Like, oh, that's bad for the show, right? But then at the same time, it very well could have just been girls first. It's not like it would be the first time that TJ's ever walked down there and been like, hey, ladies first. It's girls elimination tonight. Right. Boys, I'll see you next later week, in the you know? season, they switched it up again. I, I think they like did. Since, yeah, I feel like since they started that, like when they did, everybody sent down those two and then it flipped to be girls. I feel like because of that, every subsequent elimination, TJ was like, which one's it going to be? Mm-hmm. Oh, the opposite of the one it was last week. Shocker. Mm-hmm. Well, it, kept trying to. Yeah, yeah I mean, they had to kind of keep. They had to keep the theme alive so it didn't yeah. be staged or like planned out. But that I could. I don't know. I could, I could say I'm taking myself out of fan mode. If I'm taking myself out of like challenger mode, I'm thinking like, dang, like, you know, how do we keep people watching the show? Well, we get we can't we can't lose either one of these guys. They're probably the focal point of making the show work. Because then you know what I'm saying? Because then if you send all the bet on like, how many rookies really have enough? I guess game IQ to really facilitate yeah. the whole season around them. Exactly, and to carry that season, right? You your season, right? At that point, you you know, I don't want to say you need your CTs and your Wes's, but you kind of do. You know, at least in that beginning stages of the show, you know, to really like amp things up and get things rolling, Um, you know, and 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 Rick has touched on this before and more so. Oh, no, it was double agents how you were talking. I think it was double agents or maybe spies lies. But he was talking about, you know, even just watching like rookies give confessionals versus like a vet give confessionals two completely different things, you know, like. you get more out of a vet confessional than you do a rookie one, obviously. Uh, uh, and so obviously there's a big exception. Yeah. I was going to say there's a, yes. there's a few exceptions. No, there, to the rule I just meant as, I meant as far as like guiding the game and laying out oh, yeah, the, the plan for the game and you know, that kind of thing. Right. Entertainment wise. Uh, there's honestly, I almost like rookies more um, <laughs> because they're just coming and be funny. And I love it. Well, all right. So here's my thing. Like this one, I'm I'm not I'm really on the fence on well I'm really leaning towards not believing this because it's not the first time that TJ throws a, a twist I mean Marlon you were there on Rivals 2 where they threw the twist of okay the girls are voting for the guys and the guys are voting for the girls 100% you, 
You know what I mean? So like that to me, that's just like a twist. Greatly pointed my fame. Right. It, absolutely. Yeah. No, it definitely <laughs> did. Um, and then, you know, so, but the one to me on double agents that is really kind of, that stood out to me was the, um, I'm sorry, Darrell and Corey elimination where they had the ropes yep. and they was supposed to be a tug of war. Like it was with Casey and I can't remember who she no, was. No, it was, it was the same as Devin and Wes where they had to dig yes. in yes. and Wes kind of gave it up to Devin. Mm -hmm. Well, in this one, there was like no tension in the rope and it just basically turned into a sprint of like, you know, 29 year old Corey versus like 45 year old Darrell and no offense to Darrell. I'm sure he's faster. He speed's not Darrell's thing. It's never has been. I'm sure, yeah. You, you know. know what I mean? So it's like, okay, so we, it's a foot race to get to the final now. But why, but why was it like that? Why was there no tension in that cable? The way yeah, it was for was... Devin and Wes. Right. It, so were the ends, were the ends tied together? They, they, they tied, tied to each other? So like, yeah, Corey and Darrell, like so, they were tied together. So right. it could be just a matter of speed. Corey turned into the flash and he was so fast that the tension couldn't get there. I guess. You, think? you would think that there's size. <laughs> That's the only way to say that it's not a not rig, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, he was, oh, oh, I see you said, okay. I was like, he wasn't that far. I mean, granted, I mean, he, he dusted him speed wise, but he wasn't that far yeah. ahead. No, yeah, no. I mean, I mean, there's, I mean, it, 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 no. Well, and no. the thing is, is like, even when Corey ran and hit that buzzer thing, and yes, I'm one of those weird people that when I get really into something, I will literally like screen record it and then I will put it in slow motion and I will slow it down frame by frame by frame and, and literally hold break up, hold it up, down. Hold up. You mean like how you did in the Ravels too when you're trying to figure out who pushed Marlon into the pool? Yes. And I figured it out. Did I not? I, it's debatable. Marlon doesn't even remember. <laughs> I, still don't remember. I, I broke that down. I got you. I, Who <laughs> I, uh, I want to say it was I, now I can't remember. I'd have to look at the video again, but it was I, um, you said it was either Leroy or no, it was, it was not Leroy or a tie tie. Yeah, it had to be tied. Yeah, okay, had okay, to be okay. it had to be tied. I'll, I'll send you the I'll send you the slow mo. But anyway, um, <laughs> it's like hard drive three. It's on hard drive three. Right. <laughs> Shit. That's <laughs> send me the slow mo. I want to I want to post it on our sky squeeze. Right? <laughs> Karina's invested investigal. Oh, I can't even talk. Oh, I the fuck up. But um, anyway, is that even after Corey hit the hit the buzzer, um, there was still hella slack in the oh, was it? Yes, there was still even more slack in that cable when he was at the finish thing. And Darrell wasn't like you said, it wasn't like he was like half a mile in front of him or something like well, it just blows my mind. That one is one that I'm like, no, something was wrong. OK, Look, and to me, it's like, all right, so you're telling me there's a big enough speed difference between Darrell and Corey, but there's not a big who enough speed he? difference between Devin and Wes. Like, who is he? Who's like, she called like, don't get me wrong, Devin, Devin showed some athletic abilities and spies, lies, and allies yeah. here and there. Yeah. But he wasn't a burner. No. You know what I mean? No. He's not a runner. What? Come on. I mean, he might run to the fridge to get a beer. I'm turning off all the cameras. We got enough filming. Oh, okay. Uh, then I'll wait for you. Because there's one more we got to do before we jump into Final Reckoning. You can do this one. I'll do me. this one really quick. And oh, then we got oh, one we're going to do with Marlon. Okay. And then we'll jump into Final Reckoning. So, so um, the, the, I'm sorry, what were you going to say? 
I was just going to say what could have happened with Corey and Durrell is maybe they got Josh's cable from the CT elimination, mixed <laughs> it up with Corey's from the Durrell, and then you're just like, well, fuck it. We really screwed up. Just let it play out. I know. I shit. Fuck it. Let's see what happens. Right. Well, well. Oh, my God. Do it. Turn back now. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're in now. Um, so, and then the last one from double agents, that was like kind of a big one. Um, and I just want to like touch on it really quick, even though it was already pretty much disproven by all of the cast, but it's still even like <laughs> talked about in the fan base. So I just want to address it is that big T and CT cheated on the helicopter daily, um, in double agents where they had to like hold onto the ropes, um, and then get to the drop zone, drop in, swim to the platform and whatever. Right. Um, the Lolo thing? Yes. Yeah. So um, anyway, this is one of those. That, and this is actually the one that I was quoting Darrell to you earlier. Um, uh, Marlon was Darrell actually did like a huge Instagram video after the fans like were freaking out on Big T and CT saying that they cheated and blah, 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 because they didn't drop inside the drop zone. And right. so Darrell came out and made this big video and was like, look, guys. They didn't cheat. They followed the rules exactly. The rules never said that you had to drop in the drop zone. It just said that this is the pl best place for you to drop. And he goes, sometimes, you know, it's better to just, you know, do and ask for forgiveness later and just hope for the best than it is to ask if that would be okay ahead of time kind of thing. And that's what CT and Big T did. And it worked out for them, you know, so I don't know. I don't really look at that one as cheating, but I wanted to bring it up because it is such a big one that's discussed on uh, uh, for double agents there. I so hard is like I feel like that's one of those things where it's just like it's one of those subjective like will production disqualify him? Will they not disqualify him? Right. Okay, if we disqualify him, is it good for the narrative? Is it bad for the narrative? Right? I probably just, that's one of those things where it's like. If it was uh, another team that they didn't want to win, then yeah, they probably would. They probably would have been like, ah, you guys kind of broke the rules. You know, you're disqualified. You're automatically like in the bottom or whatever. But right, I, I would say from experience, just being you know on a challenge, like you're always looking for ways to bend the rules. Like you're always looking for some way to like. Well, they didn't say they didn't quite say we couldn't do it. So you know, <laughs> right. Yeah, so yeah. I, like, yeah. So I mean, yeah. I, I think in this particular situation, it's just one of those things where it's just like they found a loophole. And it, you know what I mean, they, they found a loophole, and was it cheating? <laughs> Maybe, kind of, yeah. a little bit. Maybe a, a little, little bit. bit. <laughs> but. But, you know, so yeah. th that was one that, you know, um, I, I don't I know it wasn't necessarily a conspiracy, but it was just like it's still just such this big thing that's surrounding that season. Um, yeah. But the one that I really want to talk to talk to about and now that Rick is back, um, I think we can dive into this one. And, the luck, um, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So it, it's the one you that we kind of touched on earlier, which was it's from War of the Worlds 2. Um, and there's a moment in there, and I don't know if this is really so much a fan theory. Um, a lot of the fans. is uh, A lot of fans say it, but it. they say it because a competitor said it, mm -hmm. right? Correct. And that's when oh. Jordan uh, 
you know, uh, asked proposed Tori, to Tori, proposed, yeah, sorry, uh, proposed to Tori, and Kara said it was a fake engagement for the show. That the production, like, was involved in Oh, yeah, I heard, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. I hate yeah. that one. I think it's, I think it's just jealousy. I hate that one. I yeah. That, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's how, that's how I feel, too, because I'm like, I don't know, man, like, to just say that, like, the whole, the whole, so uh, apparently the full, like, conspiracy that she believes or whatever and that a crap ton of her fans believe is that the engagement was fake um, to happen on TV per, you know, production set it up um, and that Jordan and Tori had already previously been engaged before they even came on the show. Oh, and that production, you know, decided to kind of set up the situation where Jordan would ask her on camera and then Tori would like, oh, my God, and like pretend to be surprised and make it this big thing for that season because, you know, they wanted the well, rating. Because he did that. He did that during the elimination round against uh, Dio, correct? Right after yeah. Won, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a very uh, it was a very. um. That elimination round, okay, just all encompassing, just looking at the whole setup. That elimination round was very clearly picked, knowing that Jordan grew up doing construction his whole childhood. Oh, yeah. yeah and you get an elimination round against Theo, who's probably never seen a jackhammer that day in his life. Could it have been a setup? Uh, no, maybe like because one thing is it's like if you're gonna if you're gonna set up the proposed to her doing an elimination round, they that's set- ballsy. Because what if yeah. you guys say, "Oh, you gonna propose it and leave?" Oh yeah, they would have to. They would have had to rip you know the whole limb. Yeah. And then why would production be like, "Oh yeah, we'll do it on your elimination round day"? Like it would have made more sense to do it like during a daily challenge because whether you wear or lose, you still get to like. Yeah, or like, or like one of the days that they just like went out to like, um, they, they went out to the beach, yeah, to the club, to the, you know, just yeah. a day out by the pool or, you know, a party yeah. at the house or something like that. Like, that's where I have trouble believing that it was like set up by production and like this whole like that their relationship was fake. I don't believe that. I believe that, you yeah, know, I don't Jordan and I don't know. No, I don't mean that. I hate that. I I believe no. that they. I believe they had genuine feelings for each other for the time that they were together, and when they did, you know, when things weren't right anymore, they did what they had to do, you know, and that shouldn't. It shouldn't make their engagement or their relationship fake just because it didn't work no. out. In my opinion, I mean, how many how many people's relationships don't work out? I mean, is that really? everybody's relationship that they broke up with fake? Because every relationship I've been in was fake. Yeah. <laughs> really. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think these fans reaching for the to have something to hate on Jordan. But Corey, yeah, they just love Corey on those. I two, think, yeah. yeah, no. They were definitely together. They were definitely like doing everything. I mean, I would say that I, I could see production doing a little bit to like help the situation, but I don't think the yeah. engage I don't think the engagement was fake and I don't think they're relationship was fake in any way shape or form i don't yeah no i mean that's just people hating that's a car car right (laughs) yeah it's just (laughs) so So, i'm gonna try it's real 
Yeah. No, I just like I just the thing is, is like to me, that one again, like you said, is just like, you know, rooted in jealousy, fans not really knowing what's going on. But, you know, I just wanted to make sure, again, that we just brought that up and kind of got your opinion on it since like you, you know, you know, Jordan and like it's just like it's different having kind of that inside of like, would this person actually like fake a whole ass relationship and engagement? No, and just like, <laughs> OK. They like they live together. He moves all the way across the country. But Jordan care enough to like have to fabricate all that for TV. Like she's doing enough successful stuff, like outside of the show. That like I don't think he cares about getting like the extra like. You know, so, like I feel like for someone to fabricate that and like to like plan that and do that is someone who is starving for attention or starving for mm-hmm. that right. moment or clout and all that stuff. And it's just like Jordan. Does- need that like he's got enough shit going on outside of the show that like he doesn't need that extra attention on on it you know what i mean right yeah i think it was just he probably had the idea or wanted to do the idea thought it would be great and production was like yeah we'll move some things around and make it work and right it worked out well you know what i mean yeah and that's what i think so so. i'm gonna i'm gonna chime in on this since that's your future sister wife uh, <laughs> no, I'm I'm playing. I'm playing. Um, here's my thing. Do I think that Jordan and Tori probably had a conversation, or maybe even talked about getting engaged, or you know, something oh, yeah. along those lines before yeah. before that? Yeah, probably. You know, and oh, you think maybe, so? I don't think he proposed beforehand, but I think that like, they had hey, the conversation. Would you, ever, you know, would what you I mean? ever want to get yeah. married? That kind of conversation. You know. Yeah. I, uh, yeah exactly and that's not outside the lines i think everything else was real because to me that's a jordan fucking move no different than going (laughs) up on free agents and pulling all those flip cards to go against bananas yep he's saying you know what i'm gonna propose at the end of elimination that i know i'm getting voted into because jordan's jordan's got enough of that hubris to believe in himself like that right me right yeah and i'm just saying that from an outside perspective obviously not knowing him at all right um secondly the part i do think was fake was the engagement party back at the house i think that oh, was yeah. completely yeah. fabricated by production to kind of make a bigger deal oh, out sure. of the engagement than it than i'm sure they bought champagne oh, and they were like hey guys go set up a party for them <laughs> yeah you know a hundred percent yeah and you know and i'm sure the one part that wasn't faked about that whole thing was how fucking sour car was during the whole thing <laughs> sorry I'm that gonna... was so petty though like i mean oh. whether you believe in it whether you disliked it whatever the case may be like damn let them have a moment like you know like don't be a sour put car is that that lady at work when it's that co-worker that you don't really like and it's their birthday but you still sing anyways where she doesn't she just goes back <laughs> Look, to her desk i'm i'm, right, just gonna say, I'm, I'm that lady at work that's <laughs> <laughs> why i keep my ass out of canada <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm just gonna say this look I don't have as much of a problem with her not going to the engagement party thing I more had a problem with her comments as the sure. as it was happening. Yeah, like right yeah. as he was engaging in their hu- or proposing in their hugging and stuff. And even Polly turned and looked at her and was like, "Are you fucking serious right now?" Yeah, I, I completely agree. Because you know why? She, I, I didn't like the people. I probably wouldn't go to their party. I'm gonna be quite honest with you. 
but I believe making room common is somebody posing. Same. So I completely agree. just clap and you know whatever, move on. You don't yeah. have to make comments and be nasty. Okay, one last one before we get into final reckoning. It's okay. from the same season. Total Madness, or I'm not Total Madness. War of the Worlds too. When Ninja Natalie and Laurel went against each other, and they fucking had the missing post or whatever, and instead of them all, oh, we lost Steph. Her her earbuds must have died. Anyways, um, <laughs> sorry, I just noticed that. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Um, anyways, where they had to climb up that tree and put in those like poles into the yep. different sections, and they're you know Laurel just jammed one in there because she couldn't find the last hole, so yeah. she thought it just went in the top. And TJ blew the horn saying competition's over. Laurel, Laurel, win. Laurel wins. And then all of a sudden they realize that, oh, there's this one pole up there. And it was just like, okay, go. Whoever gets there first. You know what I mean? Like, But no, it wasn't even okay, go. It was just Ninja started climbing and TJ was just sitting there staring around. Like that entire elimination needed to be reset and redone. Once again, the inconsistencies of the challenge. That's the inconsistency part that kills me because it's like, if it's, if it's win by any means necessary, then you ring the bell, you ring the bell. It doesn't matter if you use all the posts, but then it's just like, they didn't even like give any real structure to be like, okay, wait, there was a fuck up. Let's find a fair way to fix this. It was just more like, oh, well, uh, figure it out. Well, and that's the thing. They honestly, they didn't even need to reset the entire elimination. All that they really had to do was get those last two poles, put one in Ninja's hand, put one in Laurel's hand and say one, two, three. First one to get their pull in the correct hole and then climb to the top and ring the bell wins. Ready, set, go. Well, like, and, and that would have been fair, but Laurel's still standing on the ground. Like, she doesn't know she's supposed to be racing back up to the top. TJ already told her she won. So, like, how is that a fair win that Ninja makes it to the top, rings the bell, and she wins? Like, what? Right. It's just, yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah, I don't like no, no lie though. One of my favorite parts about that whole thing was Laurel <laughs> looking right at Ninja and being like, "Suck my dick." Right. <laughs> I love it, dude. I know a lot of fans hate that shit, but especially after hearing Laurel's interview, I believe it was her interview on Bananas podcast where she was talking about it, and she was talking about how, like, apparently Ninja and some of the other girls were like really fucking ugly to her, like all day long like it, you know just dropping rude ass comments every time she'd walk by about how she was gonna lose about how she's going in and going home just like being bitches all day so like I don't know I kind of like that moment from Laurel I know I'm the fans are gonna give me shit for that but fuck it well, I have right. to give all of us shit because we're all here for it <laughs> right Look, I was happy with Laurel because I was just like I, just, I didn't like Natalie that season I just I yeah. don't know I don't Dude. know. When everyone was lower, I, I was excited. Then when they came back, it was like, whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know which one killed me with her was at, like, I found her like corny and annoying at first, but I was like, yeah, whatever, I'll get past it, right? Like, no big deal. But it was like War of the Worlds 2 where they went and did that, where they had to interview the British side. And she started talking about feelings. Like, oh my how does gosh. that make you feel? And it was a one she was time, asking like, Jordan. Yeah, asking Jordan of about all people. How and, does that make you feel to be mean to other people? He's like, what are you and like Zach called her on it, and it's like the one time I've ever agreed with Zach on anything. Yeah. It was like, he was like, he was like, we are playing a cutthroat game and currently talking about feelings. 
I was like, <laughs> what you think you signed up for? Like, <laughs> retest? Like, it's, it's a challenge. Yeah. As Corey would say, this isn't patty cake. This is the challenge. <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> We're not playing patty cake, guys. All right. Oh, my God. Without, dive into the big boy. Yeah, without further ado, let's get into this. Let's start talking about Final Reckoning, because there's about eight of these fuckers in Not here. Not eight. I know. We're exaggerating. There's 3,237 fucking conspiracy theories all in this season. We're about <laughs> to dive into every single one. No, I'm joking. <laughs> let's get um, All right. So the first one, um, the first one I want to touch on. Um, is actually the start of when we get the mercenaries. And this is when, um, so this is actually Cam's master plan. Shout out to Killa Cam. Uh, you know, too bad her plan didn't pan out in the full potential that she wanted it to. Um, but it did work most of the way and it was pretty dope. So uh, Faith and Angela end up getting sent in and Ashley and Hunter are brought in as mercenaries. And this is when, you know, we learn that they can steal your spot in the game. So the uh, the rumor is, is that in that elimination where they they were like you were chained to your partner, your partner was a couple walls ahead of you and you had to punch through the walls and get through to the other side until, you, you know, both both partners were through all the walls and ring the bell on the other side. Great. The conspiracy is, is that Ashley's walls were actually thicker than Angela and Faith's walls, which is what made um, it more difficult for Ashley and Hunter to get through their walls. Um, obviously they still ended up winning regardless. So I don't really know how I feel about that one, but it is something that, um, is widely talked about with this season, but I just don't understand why they would do that. Like, why would they bring in, um, a champion and an almost champion as mercenaries and then set them up to lose? Well, I think it was more along the lines to try to level the playing field because, You've got two women and Angela and Faith and, and no, no offense to them, but you have them going against Hunter, Hunter, you know, and it's a wall punching competition. His name might as well be Kyle and him have a monster energy drink in his hand. <laughs> like he's going through all those fucking walls. <laughs> the Kool-Aid man. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, to me, that's just kind of my opinion on it. Yeah. It, it, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kind of like level the playing field, so it's not like a complete like slaughterhouse of a cha- of a challenge. You know what I mean? I, I can see that, but yeah, yeah, I, I can yeah. see that too on Hunter's side. But why would it be on Ashley's? Well, because they're going, they were yeah they, they were, were in going, the same they were in the same one. They were both in the same wall, if I remember correctly. Oh, gotcha. yeah, they were in the same yeah. And, and here's my thing, though. More on that is, I just feel like once again inconsistencies on. MTV's part where you've got a season where you have two guys on a team oh. against a uh, two girl team, two girls on a team. And then girl guy team. And then a girl guy team. And and guy guy team. It, you know, and it's just like it, it puts certain teams at such a disadvantage. Like theoretically, yeah. like nobody should have beat Tony and Bananas that season. No. You know what I mean? Like Cara and Marie are going to beat Tony and Bananas in a final. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> they made it. Oh, yeah, yeah, they did win yeah. and they did get there. But you know what I mean? They didn't beat uh, a guy girl team. No. You know what I mean? They yeah. came in last place to uh, Joss and Sylvia, Polly and Natalie, and then Hunter and Ashley. So, mm-hmm. and yep. you know, but if you put two guys in there, 
you know, do they all lose to Tony and Bananas? You know what I mean? Right. Well, and I mean, and that's the thing is that it's funny because one of those finalists is actually involved in two of the other conspiracies um, that we have this season. And one of them is at one point, gosh, I, I'm not even going to be able to <laughs> explain this elimination because it was so weird and it was so stupid. Um, but Polly and Natalie went against Cam and Kaylee. I can explain this. Please do, because this one never made any sense to me. <laughs> okay, so basically what it is is you have uh Polly and Cam are set up and they have like, you know, those bungee cords that you use to work out, those resistance bands. Yeah. <laughs> and they're tied to the their waist and then they're pinned to the ground, right? But they gotta kind of like run out and pull on these resistance bands grab these puzzle pieces, come back, and then run out again. And give them to their give partner. Give them to their partner, and their partner has to solve the puzzle, right? And not to say anything against Cam, but she was moving around like it was nothing. Like, those she resistance bands there, weren't shit. There was no resistance Paul, to her. You look over and at Paulie, and he's, like, fucking digging through the earth. Even, he you couldn't know? even reach Natalie. Like, he was, it was wild to watch. It was, like, the, an obvious, like, yeah, an obvious Huge difference. difference. Yeah. yeah, and it's, like, once again, inconsistencies. Inconsistencies. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And it's then, like this sport, guys, get it together. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. talking about. We need rules and regulations. But that's even like the other thing is like they never ever show the times that are never. Yeah. They me used for, to. Me for me coming from like an actual sports back, background, like yep. and running track and stuff. It's like I want to see the time in real time because yeah, I don't trust yeah. all the time. Yeah, you know? it, it it really is though, and they it, the wild thing is is that. If you go to older challenge seasons, they do show the fans the time. Like, on the screen, they'll count it down with you. You know what I mean? And, like, whether or not that's accurate, obviously, that can be argued as well. But at least at that point, you're giving something. You know? Give me the illusion. Like, give me all of it. <laughs> at, least make the me, <laughs> at least make me think you're trying, okay? He ran that 40-yard dash in 2.3 seconds. Watch the time. Like, yeah. yeah. Just let me let me Corey again. <laughs> well, and that's the part that really gets me too is not only that, but they edit it in a way to try to make it look like it's so close. But when you do that, you create ambiguity in the audience in believing how authentic the winner is. Like right. for instance, yeah. in Dirty Thirty, um, you know. In the final, you know, Jordan takes out a hard fall and damn near breaks his leg, but then, you know, ends up smoking everybody in the fucking final. His injury is never addressed. Never really addressed. And then on top of that, you know, it doesn't look like he wins every fucking stage. It looks like it's actually really close between him and Derek. Mm -hmm. Okay. To who wins that. But then, you know, like through talking to people, we find out that the very like the second part of that final where they had to throw like those the ropes, things. the yeah they had to throw those what they don't say is that camilla and fucking jordan finished that like 45 minutes ahead of everybody else yeah and that's how they got their lead well that's cool still show us that like we need to see that or like exactly whatever like it's a daily challenge and it's like uh uh what was the one where they had like the tribunal it's like uh such and such team won by two seconds this is like well, yeah. hell, if it, I should just see these these times add up if it's that close. Like, I guess 
And I think that's just more for me as a sports a person that like comes from oh, a yeah. sports background. It's like I want to see, I want to see the time in real time. When Usain Bolt runs the hundred meter yard dash, we see that bitch in real time. Yeah, Clip. we can watch it live in real time. Exactly. Yeah, I don't want to see the first twenty and the last twenty. I want to yeah. see the full race. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. That's like the only thing that I really don't like overall is like we're finding out years later that we don't even see the whole final. Yeah, there's and that's well, and we're actually that we'll never see. We're we're actually going to touch on that because we got some uh some insider info recently. So um Uh-oh. one one quick uh one more quick conspiracy before we jump into this final reckoning final uh final reckoning final. God, that's weird. Um, <laughs> and this is probably the biggest conspiracy. Hmm. The Zach, Amanda, Jose. Devon, Corey. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay, so I have. Go ahead. I have a car. I don't. I don't want to explain. Oh yeah, no. Go I, ahead. Jump. No, go I don't ahead. want to. I oh. just want to say I. I already said I didn't want to cream. I got something, but I don't want to tell you. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to explain it. I just want to come in later and say the thing that's funny. I like that's it. what I do. I'm just oh, <laughs> I just wanted to say I actually have a Kara quote for this whole situation. Okay. Okay. For the end after it. For the end. Okay. I'll okay. Off for you. <laughs> Thanks for giving us the preview of something you're gonna tell us later. It was the sneak peek, man. <laughs> Tune in next week. So uh basically the one that Karina was alluding to is uh it's the one where the house votes for half the house votes for Johnny and uh, bananas and Tony to go in mm-hmm. and the other half votes for Ashley and Hunter to go in in final reckoning and it comes Zach down and to Amanda Zach and Amanda making the decision on who's going to go in and they're at a deadlock so TJ basically tells them get your ass down here. You either pick one or it's you guys and Zach says well then I guess it's us and walks down there. <laughs> anyway so they end up having to go up against. Uh, well they get to pick a team and they choose Jose and Devon because they think that's who they're going against so they choose Jose and Devon, and then TJ tells them, you're not playing each other. You're actually playing these guys. And yet again, another conspiracy around mercenaries. In comes uh, Corey W. and Devin. Each team individually has to go up against Corey and Devin. Corey and Devin had to compete twice, back to back. Same elimination. It was the one where they had, to, you know, they had the two platforms and the, the rope in between with the medallions hanging from them. And you had to jump and like jump onto your rope and fall onto the pad below and yank it hard enough to shake these medallions loose. The wild part about this is that there is one medallion on the same rope, the same side, the same spot, the same everything that in both rounds of the elimination, whether it was Zach and Amanda or Jose and Devon, this one medallion would not come off. For anything. In fact, Zach literally like broke his nose trying to get this damn medallion to fall off the rope and it would not come loose. Um, And so there are a lot of fans who believe that production set this up and purposefully put Zach and Amanda and Jose and Devon on that one side where the medallion was on just a little bit tighter or whatever the situation was. Because Corey and Devin didn't have any problem getting theirs off and ended up knocking both teams out. Well, and the reason they think that production set that up was obviously they didn't want the mercenary twist to go go south. go south. But also it was the fact that the mercenaries had to beat both of them. 
So if they beat <laughs> Zach and Amanda, but lost to Jose and Devon, Jose and Devon stayed in the house and Devin and Corey would have had to go home with Zach and Amanda. They would have gone to redemption. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or yeah. They wouldn't have even gone to redemption. They would have gotten booted and Zach and Amanda go to redemption. If I remember. No, correctly. they would have gone to redemption okay. too. Besides the point. But anyway. Though, you know, so it's the fact that it, it looks to the fact that MTV has rigged this so their mercenary twist doesn't go to waste. And of all people, like the fact that Corey and Devin were able to knock this piece off, but Zach wasn't, who is arguably right. like probably at that time had 40 to 50 pounds on both of those he guys. He was in phenomenal shape that season. Like he, that's probably the best shape he's been in in any of the seasons he's ever played. It was one of the best games he's ever played. Like, yeah. you're telling me they couldn't get that off? But Devin, but can. Devin, Devin can rig to support the rigging. Um, is this not the season Devin's first season back right after his father passes away? Correct. Yes. Yeah. So this is also a mercenary, and then have him lose right away. Yep. And I mean, you're making your mercenary look really bad. Not only that, but Devin was originally supposed to be on this season because he was originally Banana's yeah. partner, Bananas. but right. they had to replace him because of his dad's death. And then they ended up bringing him in later as a mercenary, number one. Yep. Then, <laughs> what, like a couple of days later, maybe it was, maybe they did do one or two dailies. But then we get Postigate where Corey slams Tony, and it took them so long to send Corey and Devin home. Like, it was almost, in my opinion, like they were trying to find a way to not send Corey and Devin home over it. Right. Um, Because it was like a full day later that TJ finally showed up and was like, yeah, you you guys got to go. You know what I mean? And that's like weird for it to be that long. And then. It's a long long body scram like that. Like, it was a clear body scram. Yeah, exactly. So Like, like, they can review the tapes of an elimination right there on the spot, but they had to wait 24 (laughs) hours and like get a fucking special pass, like a warrant signed off from the fucking Romanian police to right. look at this shit. Like, no, they were trying to keep Devin and, you know, Corey in the house. And right as that's all happening, we have the Devin and Bananas, like, just iconic moment where Devin follows him around for, like, 12 hours just talking shit to him in the house all night long. You know, so like there's so much that surrounds this moment. And I honestly, this is one of those conspiracies that I do believe. I do feel, I believe it. I believe they rigged that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I 100% think that's rigged. Like the setup, they couldn't let that setup fail. So it's like they had to influence the outcome. Yeah. Well, they had, had to. Yeah. And, and, and here's Dark, the thing. Know, Zach. Yeah. Right. That's, oh, the it was so bad. That. And here's bad. my thing is like yeah. the bigger, not even conspiracy, it's just it points to me like not that it's rigged, but like production really cherry picks what they want to do is the fact that, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, Corey should have been sent home. Right. But then Fessy got sent home for pushing Josh's face slightly. Right. That yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. But CT didn't get sent home for trying to choke fucking Marlon under a swimming pool. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's all that's needed. Zero consistency. No consistency. Well, and like without elimination too, like the whole both teams have like they had to beat both teams. Mm-hmm. They didn't really explain what would happen if, for example, like Zach and Amanda won their heat. Right. So like if Zach yeah. and Amanda win, do do the other team just go back in the house too? Right. Or like 
Yeah, it was it was, such, it was such a weird, the whole situation was weird. The fact that it was two teams for their mercenary invasion, but it was only one team for Ashley and Hunter's mercenary invasion, like four episodes earlier. Like the whole thing was just fucking weird. Yeah, it was weird. That, uh, I mean, that was like perfectly. They, they, they were they, they, they had to do too much to get the outcome that they wanted. That is just like, yeah, uh, you should just let this one ride, you know. Well, and here's my yeah. thing too. If you really break it down, like so, the idea with majority of the house is that bananas and Tony would have been the ones going in, but Devon switched her vote. Devon and Jose switched their vote last minute and switched it to Ashley and Hunter, which ended up tying everything, right? So Bananas and Tony, let's say that Jose and Devon don't switch their vote. Bananas and Tony would have been the ones going in that night, going against whoever they called down and then going up against um, uh, Devon and Hunter, right? I really, and because of the one I'm, I'm actually leading into, I really, for whatever reason, I don't know why, I can't explain it, but I don't think that production wanted Bananas and Tony in this final. Because there was that whole situation where it looked like the elimination was trying to be rigged. And I don't think that they thought that it would have come down to a tie and Zach and Amanda would have ended up down there. Because then later, when Bananas and Tony go into elimination again, they go in against Polly and Natalie. And um, from cast members who were on set. <clears throat> Marie. Marie. If you haven't listened to our Marie episode, go back and listen to it. It should be the episode right before this one. Um, so go listen to that because she talks about all kinds of conspiracy shit surrounding final reckoning. Um, but there was an elimination that was going on, actively going on. And then suddenly out of nowhere, there was a quote unquote equipment failure. They had to stop the elimination, tore it all down, sent everybody home for the night, brought everybody back the very next night for an entirely new, not like they didn't fix the equipment. They set up an entirely different elimination in which Natalie and Polly beat Tony and Bananas and sent them home. Can I say something? Please. But my thing is, why wouldn't they want Tony and Bananas in that final week? Because that one, if they would have won, that would have been such a great moment to see who won and who was going to steal the money. Like, that's crazy to me that they would prefer Polly and Natalie. Like, I, it, it, it all adds up to them not wanting them in, but, like, why not? That would be so good because I literally heard Tony say on the Bananas podcast that he told Bananas aside and he was like, if we won, if we win and you steal the money from me, I'm punching you in the face right now. <laughs> like, I don't know why they wouldn't want that. I think they didn't want it because it would have been viewed so unfairly that yeah. like you've got two males running a final against, against a two female par- pair and then a male female pair. Like, yeah. I think I think that they yeah I they 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 had to do it because I mean let's be honest in the very beginning they could have very easily said you know they could have altered the partners once they knew Devin wasn't going to be there and paired CT Mm -hmm. and bananas together but they don't do that because it's just such an unfair advantage at that point yeah right yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. watching at that point yeah yeah it'd be it'd be like It'd be like pairing CT and Laurel on an ex's season. Like, that's just like, come on now. Did you want to move into the final? Well, I mean, yeah, I don't got, I don't got shit else to say about this one. So there's a couple different ones in this final. Have, uh, uh, Marlon, do you remember the final reckoning final at all? Uh, uh, vaguely. Vaguely. Okay. How about Ambrose? Did you get a chance to watch it at all? 
I did not. I did not. Okay, so we can we can run through. Yeah, so the final ends up being uh, Ashley and Hunter, uh, Cara, Maria, and Marie, um, and then it's uh, Sylvia and Joss, and then Polly and Polly and Natalie, Mm -hmm. and they start off and they have to do like an an endurance run, probably five miles or so. Yeah, and they start off the run, and in the beginning, Polly and Natalie are way out in the lead. Like as far as runners, they're well, good. even before that, they did the helicopter drop. Yeah, the helicopter drop. Yeah, they yeah, did yeah. the helicopter drop where there's just like a helicopter hovered above um, their start line, and you had to climb from inside the helicopter. There were two like tandem ropes that each went down that went down each side of the helicopter. One partner down one side, one partner down the other. Um, and then the ladders met in the middle till they hit the ground. And uh, so you had to climb down with your partner, which, you know, is windy and everything. So it was difficult. Um, Hunter actually fell from about three quarter way up the ladder uh, and landed on his back. So that was wild. Um, and then Marie yeah, okay. also jumped from about halfway because she just thought it would be quicker. Well, she had <laughs> just, a sprained ankle. And she had already had a sprained ankle walking into this final. So. Um, yeah, so they, they start running, right? And then, uh, Natalie gets lost. No, no, let's, let's, let's do this justice. She doesn't get lost. She runs in the totally wrong fucking direction in South Africa in the fucking bush for 45 minutes. And they just let her go. That's wild. What? Like, like, first of all, Natalie, how fucking stupid are you that you're running for 45 minutes you with don't see no any sign? There's no one else around? No sign? <laughs> you don't notice there's no more arrows? Uh, where's the camera? <laughs> oh, as, as much as, you know, me and Paulie are talking a lot, and as much as I love Paulie right now, yeah. Come on. If Paulie left her just a little bit where he can still see her, that's a different outcome. That's oh, a yeah. different final. Yeah, he's definitely partly responsible for that, but she's never, she just she never played Marco Polo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, that could have saved her. Just saying, fish out of water. Um so yeah. anyway. Leave that one in the bag of truth. They go they go on the run. I forget what part comes after the run. It's the it's I think they take the break and somehow Marie and Car Maria are in a hotel room drinking wine. They're not in yeah, a hotel room. Oh my gosh! So they get to the the balance part, right? And they have to stand up on these big old thing these these towers, and um, the very top where they have to stand is so damn freaking small you can barely fit two people up there. And so they're pretty much standing on each other's cho- each other's toes. And it's like whoever whatever team can stand up there the longest, right? And there's different time penalties for who jumps down. You know what? You just be quiet over there with your rubbing head and stuff. No, no, no. I've got something <laughs> in my eye. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, you mess up I, all the time, Rick. This is an attitude. This is this is ire. I thought he was like, oh my god. Um. Anyway, so <laughs> Marie, Marie, and Marie ends up jumping down and pretty much quitting that portion because she was like, I can't stand up here. And but they were at a house. I don't know where this like house. Yeah, they were at an Airbnb. Weren't it they? was like an Airbnb. Yeah, that's crazy. That's yeah, and it had it had wine in it. So then Cara and Marie go in and they grab bottles of wine. <laughs> they come out and look winter. They come out and they sit in these lawn chairs. <laughs> oh my! And they're just getting wasted drinking wine while they watch the other challengers do this like balancing thing for like seven fucking hours or some shit yeah. like that. 
Like, it was just All wild. Right. So, anyways, here's the conspiracy part of it because we can spend an hour yeah. talking about this. There's one. Natalie runs off in South Africa where there's obviously predatory animals that can kill you for 45 <laughs> minutes in the totally wrong fucking direction. Nobody says shit. Nobody says a goddamn word. Nobody turns her around. Like nothing. Secondly, they production put in a, a puzzle during this final that was not shown. That is not shown. And it was if based on what we've talked to in cast, it was given in. It was put in there as like an equalizer to help like. Marie Marie said that Marie specifically said that they put this puzzle in to help Cara, Maria, and Marie advance a little further because they were so far behind everybody. So they put this puzzle in, and this is Marie's word, that they put the puzzle in to help Cara and Marie. Unfortunately, they timed out. They were the only team to time out on this puzzle. All the other teams smashed it. Cara and Marie timed out on the puzzle. So MTV scrapped the footage, scrapped the times, and didn't even count that puzzle as part of the final at all. And from what the, and from what she yeah. said, Polly and Natalie and Joss and Sylvia smoked, smoked Ashley puzzle. and Hunter in that puzzle. Wow. And if they had counted the times, Ashley and Hunter probably wouldn't have won. It would have been yeah. Joss and Sylvia, and so that's where the big well, no, 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 no. And the rumor is is that they did smoke. Hunter and Ashley. Yeah. But production knew that Ashley was going to take the money. So and Sylvia different. and Joss won it. Nope. Pa- Polly and Natalie wouldn't split, wouldn't take the money. And neither would have Kara and Marie. No. So they purposely let Hunter and Ashley win that to create the, create the problem where Ashley takes the money mm-hmm. from Hunter and you get the repeat of Rivals 3. And that's, the conspiracy on how that season was rigged is that joss and sylvia actually won final reckoning but because production knew that they would not steal the money from each other they gave it to ashley and hunter well was every holy feeling though i could see holly feeling honestly Polly said he would yeah i don't think he would have fun with her i really don't i don't either he literally he literally says in his closing confessional that season he was like some people might not agree with Ashley's decision. And then he yeah, was like, but uh, I'm not one of those people. I'm not one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he would have took the money. I don't care what he thinks. He would have took the money. Hey, hell yeah, he would have taken that shit from Natalie. Hell yeah, he would have taken yeah. it. Yeah. So, yeah, that final is just, it blew my mind when Marie told us about that puzzle that wasn't shown, wasn't talked about, was just completely cut um, after being added just to help them and then just being cut. Like, oh, it's just so wild. The whole season alone is just our hot trash. It is. It's a great season. It just is so messy. I loved it, actually. It's so yeah, messy. It's yeah. I didn't, ever, I didn't watch that season all the way through. Like, so, like, I didn't see, like, all the intricate pieces, like, Oof. or the build up. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's what Twitter's for. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, like, if you want to rewatch it, you could basically pick up from the point where that first time redemption comes back to get in the house. And Mm -hmm. Polly tells uh, Brad that Brittany's fucking her ex-boyfriend in the the redemption house. (laughs) That was such a good moment. Oh, my God. His eyes were so wide. Like, he did not. Yeah, that's where that's where Brad stopped blinking. Everybody thinks it's when Cam 
did her master plan thing and didn't let Brad in on the plans, but did let Kyle. No, no, no. He stopped blinking when when Polly told him that Britney was fucking Chuck in the redemption house. <laughs> and he's never blinked again. He's never blinked again. <laughs> God, that is terrible. <laughs> Yo, no lie though. <laughs> yeah, that's a real conspiracy theory. How uh, does Brad never blink? No lie, though. Like, I've never seen Brad want to rip someone's fucking head off more than in that moment, though. Oh, with, with the Kyle thing? Yeah. Oh. Uh, the Polly thing? Oh, the Polly thing. Yeah. He was pissed. Polly's good at what he does, though. He stirs shit up and he's good at it. So, yep. like, uh, I like it. I run for it. I like it. He knew You he love the shit stirrers. I do. <laughs> you do. <laughs> Her, fa- her favorite's like bananas, Jordan. She's like, yes, stir all the shit. <laughs> I know, yeah. Everybody else is like, like CC is their goat, and like I pick Jordan, and <laughs> I really do like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's. That's, I mean, that's all the ones I have. Do you guys have any other ones that we haven't touched on that you wanted to talk about? Oh, by the way, guys, my AirPods are probably about to die, so it's not bad, man. I just yeah. Uh, no worries, dude. We thought they died the first time. Yeah, we thought they died earlier. <laughs> no, I mean, those people saw the main, main ones. Yeah, I mean, like, go ahead, Tony. I was just going to say there's something, like, I don't know too many details about it, but there was something about um, Brad and Kyle's elimination against Cam and uh, Kayla, uh, Kaylee Kaylee. on uh Oh, wow. Yeah. Because, like, the number one where the they had to, like... One? The mm-hmm. math one. So... The the thing is that I guess like Kyle and Brad got it right the first time. Um, and the the reasoning behind it is that every other instance in that season where math was an issue, like math was part of it, they were always like hyper focused on the numbers and the editing. And then for this specific elimination, they stayed way back the entire time mm. and didn't get close at all. Mm-hmm. So I guess the theory is that Brad and Kyle actually got it right oh, and beat the girls. That's interesting. I don't know what that accomplishes by them staying in or by Brad and Kyle going out. Yeah. I don't, so I don't really think it like changes. A, it's kind of like a dud, but that's one of the ones that I saw when I was looking at the other ones was that came up like once or twice. Well, speaking of which, and you actually bringing that one up reminds me of one last one that I almost forgot to mention. And this is one that Lindsay actually sent in because she wanted to make sure that, um, you know, it's talked about is uh, the All-Stars 2 final, the missing fourth oh, right. step. That missing fourth step that MJ refers to in the, on a podcast and then now tries to take back what he already said on the podcast. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to lie. Like, I, that's the oh. one I care least about because John A won. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm I like, I don't care. give a fuck. Let it yeah. be rigged then. I don't, I don't even care. care. Yeah, I'm happy with the winners. I'm fine with that. Shoot. <laughs> but it just reminded me of that. I was like, oh, my God. And that one's just so weird because it's like, was there a fourth step or is MJ like, because I don't want to say like, he's not stupid or anything, but like, you know, he's just he's he's kind of goofy. And, you know, like, did he just misspeak by saying fourth step instead of third step? You know, like. I don't yeah. know, man. But then again, I was going to talk some shit and say, didn't he go to Vanderbilt? <laughs> You're cruel. I know. I'm an asshole. Sorry. <laughs> it just, it's late. It is. Rick's getting late. off tonight. He is. He's out of it, isn't he? I, I feel like I've hosted this more than he has. Well, I'm just 
I'm out of my element a little bit on this one because it's to me like other than Final Reckoning, there's only a few of these I really know well. Yeah. So um, that's why I said yeah, there's there's honestly there's a crap ton more guys, um, and a lot of them are from like the earlier seasons. But I just I didn't want to go like too far back because like I don't know like a lot of fans don't you know haven't seen the earlier ones in forever or. Some of the newer fans haven't seen them at all and don't want to go that far back. And I can't I can't blame them. Like, I'm I'm a new Survivor fan and I'm trying to go all the way back to the beginning and battle through the. They're on season 42. I cannot imagine. Oh, my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did it over the I did it when the pandemic first started. Oh, it's killing season me. Season 40. We rewatched all of it. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. No. Nah, see, I'm doing the like. Hey, I really like this person that I've heard about, or I've seen a few themes of them. What season are they on? Oh, okay, cool. I'm going to go watch that season. Yeah, he keeps messing <laughs> me all up because, like, certain people will come back, like, and then he'll he'll turn a season on for one specific player, but I'm watching a different player who's on a previous season before that one, but now I don't know what's going on on this one because I haven't seen the... I'm like, okay, we just can't watch Survivor together. <laughs> see that's that's the difference between between the sexes right there like i don't need context to this shit i'll just watch it it doesn't matter to me i need to know everything that's going on everything we we can always make this a a chronicles too of conspiracies we can wait and see how this one comes out yeah um take it and then if they want more we can do more and well so so here real quick some more homework right <laughs> i know right i'll be better prepared next time <laughs> this one this one's a little bit tough i mean oh no 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 i'm always unprepared so me and you good we do that that we is actually I just, that is a fact tony's always I the just, most prepared and then rick and i fall somewhere in the middle and then yeah <laughs> i would like to point out i'm actually like one of the least prepared for this just because of how i came at the show oh uh, yeah so, yeah because like i watched like you guys know i watched total madness first because of jay coming over from survivor right then went back and watched forward that's right we didn't uh we didn't uh tell marlon that that you actually didn't even know the challenge existed until season 30 what? is that 35 yeah, man, total like, madness yeah <laughs> i didn't i didn't have mtv it came out now <laughs> mine is the opposite i didn't even watch the i only watched like the challenge one the very first one that came yeah. out and that's it. Oh, how <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing, right? Like I did 35 while it was airing because Jay was on it. And then while that was airing in between the episodes, I went back and watched forward. So I was caught up by the finale. He's done his homework. That's why we, we accept. But then, <laughs> but then because of that, like you guys know conspiracies because of like as it was happening and mm-hmm. people were losing their shit about it. I don't have that context. So for me, I was like, cool. We're talking conspiracies. Fantastic. I don't know any except (laughs) for like the the seasons that I watched. Right. And I had to like do some digging and figure out some of the bigger ones that I watched and may have seemed fishy to me when I was watching them. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know that anybody beyond me was like, that was weird. And it could have just been me not having any context from the show. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, and so here's here's, I guess, the final question for the night. Um, I mean, do we think that 
the show is rigged for certain people or do we think that for majority it's coincidental situations? I think it's 50 50. Yeah. I do yeah. think, I mean, it's just, I mean, just, it's just like anything. You got to protect the brand, but at the same time, it's like, I think, when, I think like Rick said the best is like, they're very, uh, um, they pick and choose where they want it and put the hammer down. And it's just like, that's what, that inconsistency opens the door for all these conspiracy theories. Cause you have to ask yourself, like, did it really happen that way? Or was that influenced? Because I've seen the same thing happen and the outcome went this way, but then I see the same thing happen again, but then they choose to do something different. So you gotta be like, well, dang, like, are they really like trying to save this person or do they want this storyline or like, you know what I mean? So I, I just feel like it 50, 50 and I, I'm not a hundred percent against it. I just feel like, you know, back to our original thing. If you do a better job casting, you won't have to do so much finessing behind the scene. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree with you on that one, Marlon. My opinion on this is I don't think the show's rigged. I don't think they come in and they're like, you know what? CT is going to win this season. Let's make it happen, <laughs> folks. You know, like, I don't think it's like that. I think it's like, let's try to stack the deck to kind of get this type of season or maybe this sort of result. But other things can factor in, kind of like what we were saying with free agents, like how that was set up for Bananas and CT to run that final, but Johnny Riley played the perfect game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it threw a wrench in it. So that's what I think. And then they'll stack the deck in other ways, like you just said, in the casting portion, which is basically, you know, Jenny West is an absolute animal and she'll beat probably just about anyone except for jordan and landon in a final right (laughs) so instead of let's bring her back to make her one of the goats let's go ahead and make her an alternate and bring on lolo for half the season instead you know what i mean so they were setting the bar lolo watch it canadian We lost Rick. Oh, he's, he's an Olympian? I, I, I've never heard that. I, I've been here that one time. And I, was just, uh, I don't know if you're aware, Marilyn. She has a charity as well. Oh, oh, no, does she? Yep. And Gary has kids. Or he has kids? Never heard that. Yeah. Never. So back, back on top, Ambrose, did you have anything to say about that? Um, you know, watching it for the first time in a long time, I noticed that a lot of things had changed as far as what you guys were saying earlier, earlier on with the timers and stuff. There was no timers. And I thought it was really weird that they knew everyone's time without showing us. But also I noticed in the beginning, I was like, this is being played out in a way for certain characters. And I could tell just because in the very first challenge, Nelson and I can't remember who he was team paired up with, but they not, you remember when they were chained to those uh, cinder blocks and they had the yeah. letters mm-hmm. and the numbers on there and they were supposed to do the code, but they didn't even read it. They broke all the code up and then they were yep. there and, and Nelson's mad. He's like, man, we got to we got to figure it out. We got to figure it out or, or it's going to give us five minutes before we can try it again. And they didn't even know where to begin. So they didn't show it. But all of a sudden they got to the finish line and it's irrelevant, I guess, because they weren't going to get kicked off regardless. Right. 
But I just felt like they were setting the tone for this to keep happening. And as I watched the second episode, the third episode, it just kept happening that way. They were leaving things unanswered. And I was like, this is not how it used to be. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, that's one of my biggest issues with the show is, once again, getting back to the inconsistencies, right? Like, if you, the whole Spies, Lies, and Allies final, like, it seemed like everything up to the part where they get partnered for the final time to run up that mountain Mm -hmm. to get the number and come back down. Like, so none of the final before that mattered. Mm -hmm. It didn't matter how you did. You could have been in last place. As long as you got right there, you still had the same chance as everybody else. It's like, then why run the fucking final in the first place? Exactly. You know, let's just remember a credit card number and see who can put it into a safe. (laughs) The bullshit like checkpoints where it's like, okay, I just beat everybody by 45 minutes, but everybody, but the, the, the head starts only two minutes. Or 30 seconds. Like 30 or seconds. Yeah, like what? But I was winning my 45 minutes. Why am I now only winning my 30 seconds? I don't think. Yeah. No. Or, <laughs> yeah. or the fact that Casey was damn near in last place that whole final. Yep. But because she beat Nani, who threw that elimination, I don't care what no one says, she threw that elimination. She, yep. she got to pick CT. And at the end of the day, whoever picked CT was winning. Was going to win that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Period. You know, so he was easily the best guy there. You know, when really it probably should have been Tori who got CT. It should have been Tori. Because she ran the strongest final. She was the she was in first place all, all day. All, all day. damn day she was in first place. Like, it's just. Uh, it's like little stuff like that that makes it hard. Like, uh, yeah. I think I think for people that watch it for purely entertainment purposes, like, I get it. But like, for people who kind of have a little respect for the competitive nature, have a little bit yeah. respect for like the old challenge where like people were really having to fight tooth and nail to win twenty thousand dollars you know what i mean like yeah stuff like this happening kind of it doesn't deflect the interest but it's just like you just wish you would be more solidified competition so that when you say it's the fifth sport it lives up to that in all it it cheapens it it cheapens it it cheapens the entire value of the show and the competition that's that's brought from the show. And I think that that's what upsets, especially, you know, like you said, the long term and and OG fans is that, you know, we've we've stuck with the show and we've watched the show for so long, you know, and then but like this is how you want to run it now. Like, no, that's, yeah. that's not what that's not what we do. Like, and no. I was wondering where did the where was the why wasn't the whole cast at the reunion? Oh, gosh, they they hardly ever have the whole ga- the whole cast really? there. Yeah, I thought that was really so, weird. It's so weird. And it's weird how they choose who comes, like who gets invited. Well, it, that one was was extra shortened because of um, COVID protocols. Uh, they decided to film it in like the most restrictive country in the world, which is Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Or not Amsterdam, but Poland. Yeah. Yeah. Corey couldn't go because he's not vaccinated. And, there you was know, a bunch of international players, Priscilla. And then there were people who weren't even invited. Like Priscilla wasn't even invited. And she made one of the most gangster moves that entire season. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Like, Thank you. And they and didn't even get like. Oh. Didn't even get an invite to the reunion. What? That's really weird. They didn't show up on the screen. Yeah. She didn't even get a Zoom call. They didn't even talk about her moment. Like that. 
But they let Emmy. But they let Amanda well, talk for two hours. I was going to say, that's because the reunion was the Amanda show. That's really it, all it, it was. Really was. Oh, I was going to say that too. Yeah, I noticed for that. What reason? <laughs> for what reason? Like, what did you do ever? Like, you know what? You know what the part that Sorry. pisses me off most about Amanda is like during that whole reunion, she's like, Oh, you're just saying that so you can get casted. It's like, you're saying the same shit to get casted That's again. All, dude, all you do is sit on Twitter and fucking bag on Tori so you can get recasted. Like, shut up. <laughs> like, everybody Watch does it. never see Amanda again. Okay. <laughs> I, I second that, Tony. Yeah, where do I sign? <laughs> so Tony's got a great way of, like, when we do lists, like, people we want to see back, and if they rank really low, like Amanda, it's always... Which one is it, Tony? My just comma, no period. Yep. Yeah. Never again. <laughs> Never want her back. <laughs> um, but, you know, kind of going back to the original question, I'll just kind of throw my opinion out really quick. Um... I don't necessarily think that the show is like rigged, but I do think that there is influence in certain eliminations, dailies, casting, you know, uh, situations that might favor one person over the other. You know what I mean? So like if CT's going in, is it weird that like he only ever gets eliminations that are puzzles nah, or has some kind of puzzle, right? Um, same thing like Fessy is it isn't it weird that both of his eliminations and double agents were both hall brawls like that's weird to me like how does that happen you know what I mean it's a pole wrestle against Jordan like really like you know really? so, like that's where I think that like I don't necessarily want to say like rig but I do think that things are influenced by production as far as what eliminations are played what dailies are played um, you know and I think that things are influenced to favor who they might want to see move forward to, you know, better the show. Um, it could be their golden boy or like whatever it is. But I, I, I do believe that there is, you know, production influence in some of these things. Like when Jay somehow beats DT and production's like, well, what the hell do we do now? Yeah, they've, I, I'm sure they were freaking out over that. That's okay. Jay beats CT. <laughs> Jay did beat CT and it was yeah. huge. It was no huge. one saw that coming. Nobody. No, well, yeah. And that's the thing too. And I think that's like, why they left it in. Jay yeah. didn't see it coming. <laughs> no, Jay was just as shocked as everyone else was. Yeah. Still is. Yeah. 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 All right. Probably still is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he well, was also like that. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say he was all, uh, he was all geeked out earlier because I actually just ran a, you know, what's your favorite unexpected wins, um, like thing on my IG stories and people have been submitting them. And Jay was the one that was submitted the most, like literally like 42 different people submitted in Jay beating CT. And so I made a little video highlight clip of it and put it on our stories right before we start, you know, a couple hours before we started recording this and, um, and Jay saw it and he like shared them all to his story and he was like messaging me and he was like, this is so awesome. Thank you so much. I was like, you're welcome. I hope you enjoyed the little flashback. Nice. <laughs> so. That's super dope. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you know, it, it, it's just stuff that, you know, it's those little things that they can't really plan for, but I, I definitely think there's a, some influence. So I feel, I feel like, go ahead, Tony. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I feel like they, Kind of like what Karina said, I feel like if they can tweak something with very little 
outside influence, like if it's something that they haven't already told the cast or or something like that. So like with the instance of like double agents with CT and Wes. Yeah. That's a coin flip as to whether it was pre-planned or whether it's something where they saw CT and Wes getting thrown in and they're like, we can't do that this early. Yeah. But everybody assumed it was a guy's day, but I don't, I didn't see anything where they expressly stated this is a dude's elimination. No. So that's a situation where they don't know until they hit the elimination floor. Right. So you can very easily say, well, actually, it's a girl's elimination. Right. Right. And then if it's like something where they've touted it as a as a guy's elimination the whole time and then they say just kidding, then it's more of an issue. No, absolutely. Um, eh, eh. That's my thing is like, do I think the show's rigged overall? No, I think we're all on the same page that it might be slightly influenced one way or the other to better fit a business's need and to help them get better ratings for better sponsorships to make more money at the end of the day. That's what I really think it is. Yeah, I I feel the same way. I'm, I mean, we've watched it from old. I mean, most of us, well, some new, some old. We're all over the place. But I've watched it. I'm sorry. I've watched it from the beginning. I've watched the very first one and you know, then I've gone I've gone back as well. Um just starting to go back if you know everybody should stop talking about how I talked about fresh meat for like three days now. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, I I've watched it and certain things would make me like, Yeah, I don't think that's how that was supposed to go. It's like some tracks they just go off on the pick your own adventure. Yeah, and let's see what happens. And oh, yeah. final, final reckoning, as much as it was, you know, it, it brought us great people. It brought us great TV. It really did. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think there was a lot of, a lot of mishaps that they were able to just throw together and make a season, and it was still good. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, Marlon, I don't know if Josh has ever told you this, but. Uh, he might not publicly admit to it, but his wet dream is for you and Corey Lay to get partnered up on a season. <laughs> what? Dad, I'm putting in words like that. Because it's facts. Because it's facts. First of all, because it's facts. And second of all, I will second that because that would be an amazing team. I, w- I would love to watch uh, yeah. happen. Oh, my God. Dude, Target would be on our back the entire season. The whole season. Yeah, but, sure. who, but who's beating you? Who's going to want to take you guys out, though? What team? Nope. That's the thing, though, and I, I think that would be the, that would be the hard part because nobody would want to go be going to elimination with us. Like, nope, they would they would want to send us in, but then it would be like, well, who the fuck are we gonna send down there? Which one of you is gonna step up? And, exactly, it's <laughs> yeah. that it's that CT thing, you know, where it's yeah. like people don't want it. It's like the, the house has to run a risk of like, okay, if we do successfully get them in there, how can I do that and guarantee I. My team won't get put down there. I'm yet. not the one, yeah. Because <laughs> any, and that's the theme is like they're gonna send you down there and they're gonna be like, all right, well, we're fucked when they come back. <laughs> yeah. And that's a and thing. That's if, you, right? if you win, you know. Then it's like, all right, cool. Now now we're coming for heads. Cause then it's just like, hey, if, if y'all don't if y'all wanna keep sending us down there, then we gonna start picking people off. So I actually, I have a question. I'm sorry. Did you? No, no, have, no. Okay. No, no. I just had a quick question um, for you, Marlon, because I'm, I'm curious. I don't obviously know anything about this and I don't know how any of it's going to work. I don't understand TV contracts or any of that shit. Um, but assuming that you are not contracted under MTV, 
um, and would be able to, would you ever consider going on the CBS challenge? Oh, hundred percent. Okay. I just wasn't sure. Like, I don't know how like the, the challengers are feeling about this new one. Like we've talked to a couple and they're like, Oh, you know, and smile and shit. But like, I feel like you'd be real with us if you were like, nah, that's some, that's some bullshit and I'm not going on it. <laughs> you know, like, I, I mean, feel like, I don't think, I don't think it's bullshit. I mean, I, I, I get why like, you know, like, like original MTV challenge people are like pissed or whatever. But mm-hmm. I think in the same sense though, I like it just because it gives us a, a whole new fresh timeline. It gives yeah. a whole new fresh narrative. Yeah. Right. So then you got to think somebody like myself, I can come into there as a brand new face. You know what I mean? Or they exactly. Can, you know I mean? So it's just like for me, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll be down to do it just because my, from my perspective, it's the fresh start. Like, and then even for some of the people that may have only done like one challenge or two challenges, but from way back in the day, it's kind of a way, another thing, like you said, it's kind of a way of warming them back up to the fans. Right. Being like, dang, we've been passing on this person for a long time, but if we put them back in this like kind of beginner stage, whatever, let's see if the fans lie with them. If so, then, you know, we can do bigger roles or whatever, but yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think it'd be a dope opportunity. I yeah, I I like it. Um, honestly, once I once I found out that the CBS challenge is still produced by the same people, I was like, oh, okay, so it's just new cast. That's it's it. really all all this changing. Well, Hopefully, they keep the formatting and the games at least similar to what we're com- you know what we know for the challenge. Um, you know, as far as like it having eliminations and not just like voting off like Survivor or Big Brother, you know. Um, I like people being able to fight for their position. So um, I'm hoping all that kind of stuff, like the basic format and layout and stuff t- stays the same, but I'm I'm pretty stoked for it. And I think it'd be cool if they, they started like pulling in people that, you know, haven't been on the MTV challenge in a while. And the MTV's not utilizing, but should be yourself, Brandon Nelson. Like there's, I, I have a huge list of people that it's just like, why? <laughs> so... Yeah, yeah I mean, they've got so much. They've got such a long history of 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 shows and people that it's just like you can be tapping into so many different walks of life and stuff. But you know, hey, I'm not in those meetings. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> we need to get Marlon right. and his 260 pounds of Black Zeus thickness back on our challenge screens as soon as possible. Those are his words. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> don't give me that look, Rick. Those are his words. I'm just reiterating them. Uh, no, I saw I saw a picture of a bumper sticker the other day, and anytime anyone says "thick," I automatically think of this, and it goes, <laughs> "Stay home if you're sick. Come over if you're thick." <laughs> so, like anytime anyone says that, it should just pop in my head. So, like, I was just, like, I was just <laughs> no. I love it. I love it. So I should start a petition to to everyone that comes on there um, to sign for Marlon to be back on the show. We should. You look like you have it filled quickly. We yeah, could, like, literally. So in between the groups we have, there's like 15,000 members. And literally every time it's brought back, like, hey, who should they bring back that they haven't? There's like, like the stereotypical Marlon, answers Marlon. of like, you know, former champs like Landon, Evelyn. And then once you get through that, it's Marlon. Um, and then a few other people off top, like Brandon Nelson, 
But Marlon uh, is like consistently named like more than almost anybody else. Well, every and, time we run these, plays. and it's it's surprising because Marlon only did the one season. I know we're talking about you like you're not fucking right. On the sorry, podcast, bro. I'm sorry about <laughs> that. But, but this is how we talk about yes, you when you're not here too. <laughs> but. I'm not here. I'm not here, guys. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, because a lot of these people that they want to bring back have done multiple seasons where you've just done the one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So to make that level of impact, yeah. like we've talked about before, speaks to your ability competitively and socially in the game. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's a, a, a big piece. Yeah. So, hey, we don't normally do this on the roundtable, but I want to do this for y'all. I'm going to make you guys those hype song videos. Uh, Marlon. I know the last one we did Lil Wayne, but I just did that off top real quick. Which what what hype song you want me to use for you? Uh, I mean, no matter, dude. Whatever you got, whatever you got. Right, I, I'm gonna do the Kendrick "Blow My High." Oh, that's a good song. Nice. That's a good, that's a good cool. one. Ambrose, do you got a you got a hype song you like? Mm-hmm. Britney Spears. I'm bringing sexy back. <laughs> Don't do me like that. Oh, I'm gonna release it with the toxic or something. You know, right. <laughs> Oh my God! Um, I I can put I usually put anything anything by Drake. Drake? Oh, okay, I got you on that. Yeah, that's easy. That's easy too. Yeah. All right, so I'll put those together and then um yeah get that going and then otherwise I mean like I really don't have anything else to go for on this. Like I mean I could sit here and chop it up with you guys about the challenge obviously all night. But forever and ever. I, I know wait, it's wait, getting wait. what? Dude, Rick's wanting to get off early. What the hell? What do you mean early? We're going to three hours, bro. Oh my gosh, it is late, isn't it? Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. You haven't been on the podcast in like a month. So I know you're trying to make up for lost time, but (laughs) we've been doing this every week for. So I I knew that we were going to be like closer to nine tonight. So like when I sent you that message and I was just like, oh, yeah, game overtime. Mm-hmm. Dude, I was already in the home. I was like trying to get stuff together to like surprise you guys. Oh, how funny. And everything fell apart. No, of course. couldn't find this, couldn't find that. I'm like trying to find the laptop, couldn't do it. And I'm just like, see, this is what I get for trying to around and be cool. Right. And, <laughs> Dude, I, I, ran, I ran around. I ran around my house freaking out for like seven minutes because I could not find my BBG sweater. And I was like, fuck. The whole team's going to be in their BBG sweaters. We planned this out a week ahead of time. I feel like I should have mine on. (laughs) Oh, man. Where's my damn sweater? I'm like running around the house. I'm like, it's always my shit. Just like... (laughs) It's okay. The funny thing is, is that she was probably wearing it. No, it was actually... It was actually on on the floor, like, by the couch. Like, because I had I had laid it on the back of the couch and it, like, slid off. And so it was like laying right there and I'm not not used to looking for it right there. But Rick was like, it's on the couch. I was like, it's not there. Like, (laughs) hold up, hold up, hold up. So can you say the three words? No, because it was not on the couch. I didn't say it was on the couch. I said it was by the couch. Just say those three words. Nope, nope, not tonight. The three words that every guy wants to hear. You are wrong. (laughs) 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 Two and a three ain't bad. Yeah, 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 I'll take it. You, you know what? Two out of three, that's Hall of Fame in baseball. I'm just saying that right now. All right. Right. So, um, oh, real quick. Have you, Marlon Ambrose, have you guys seen the cast for the CBS challenge yet? Oh, no. 
I don't know no. if they watch. Do they watch CBS shows? I think he's Xavier. I think I'm the only person I know. I think he's Xavier. Xavier. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So like, damn near half the cookouts on. There. Almost, yeah, almost half the cookouts on there. Like, oh, <laughs> come on now. I mean, you might as well just hand them the fucking winning. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, so like, I think it's Kylan, uh, Xavier, Tip. Tiffany, and Asta. The only ones they're missing is oh, wow. Chada, uh, Chada, Hannah, Chada. I, yeah, Chada. I, May, and Baby D or Big Baby. D. Derek oh. X is on there. Yeah, Derek X is on there. Yo, by the way, we haven't told anyone this, but we're interviewing Big uh, Big Derek tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, swag. Yeah, yeah so that's that's going to be interesting. Yeah. 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 That, that, yeah. He's, he's, uh, he's a lot topic. Yeah. Well, you, you heard the rumor about him, right? No. The rumor is he's going to be on 38. He turned down CBS Challenge to do 38. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah that's and the he's rumor. been doing so much training and stuff lately. Like if you go look at like his story, you watch his story Yo, or anything. He put up, he went so hard on Twitter. Yo, he would he put up the challenge. He put up 415 on squats. He did like two or three reps, made it look pretty easy too. Yeah. Like well, that's he's, with his pinky. he's getting ready to do Yeah, something. yeah. No, that's I know Marlon Marlon, if I'm gonna guess your max out's probably close to like six fifty seven on squat. Yeah, it's not, it's probably, yeah, yeah, somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. Like, all right, so. A little closer to seven. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like, yeah. I remember in, in high school, like, the most I ever did in squat was, like, 320. <laughs> and I thought I was going to blow out my hamstrings and my back. <laughs> my, that's mine. I can't remember what, what the last time I squatted was. Uh, shoot. Uh, well, because we actually went up, though. We went up the last time you did squat. Yeah, I think you push it in close to like 185, maybe 200. Nice, nice. Wait till you do, wait till you get those two plates on there. And you get in the worst one. He tries it. He tries it. I'm like, what's that? (laughs) What are you doing? doing? What you doing (laughs) over there? (laughs) I remember one time I I went into weightlifting class and they put on this band on my thigh that let you know when your leg hit 90 degrees. Oh, and I was doing it with oh, two plates and the thing, I, like I was going down, I was like, is it going to beep? And I kept going, kept going, <laughs> bro. And then I had to walk upstairs the next day. It was the mm-hmm. worst pain I've ever had in my life. Yeah, that's sucks. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't going up the stairs that was the issue. It was going down the down. stairs. Yeah, because you're like, oh, God, my thighs. Yeah. Your leg feels like it's going to go out. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what? So that was what surprised me, though, is like, because he's a big guy. Like, Derek F., and not like a big guy, like, in the traditional, like, he's just big bone. Like, nah, Derek's a big dude. Like, doesn't look like he does a lot of working out at all. Mm-hmm. And to see him. Nah, he got some weight on. Yeah, yeah, but to see him push weight like that, like, to put up 415, and it, he made it look pretty easy. It was like, damn, that's, right, I, I was impressed. <laughs> what did you say, Josh? I said, all right, I'm going back to the gym. <laughs> Bro. Oh, my God. Dude, I ain't going to lie. I'm, I'm going to fan out a little bit because, you know, I am a fan of Marlins. Um, but, you know, we got that Portland tie thing. So, um, watching him work out and saying that he's only like 260 and I'm above that, I'm like, dude, if I can get down to 260 and look like that, dude, I'm good. Win. That's a good thing. It can happen. It can happen. Look, I, I you know what I'm saying? Gotta get a, get a, get gotta hit them weight. It can happen, but it's gonna uh it's gonna impact you. I mean, it's working for me so far. <laughs> Yo, it's gonna be a painful process, but it's working. Yeah. yeah. Where yeah. are you located, Marlon? I'm in Dallas. You're in da- that's right. I was like, I know it's in Texas. can remember where. Um, yeah, we're gonna have to go to Dallas, scrap Nashville. We're going to <laughs> Dallas. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. we're uh we're planning a, a, a team trip because we all live like we none of us have ever met in person and none of the people on our team have ever met in person and so we're like rick and Chris. We well yeah we got married on zoom no i'm just kidding uh, and i don't mean together i mean him in one place and me in another <laughs> totally and kidding the priest in the other right yeah. <laughs> When they yep. say kiss a bride, yeah, when they say kiss a bride, I just turned around and wrapped my arms around like that. Like I was right there, like I was someone. Um, what were we talking about? Nashville. Oh yeah. So we've been yeah, we've been uh, we've been trying to to plan a uh you know, pick a spot and here like next year just have all the team meet there so we can all like meet each other and hang out for a few days and we recently settled on Nashville and now people are double guessing stuff and trying to change it. And I'm just like, I don't give a shit. I just want to go on vacation no, and meet everybody. Okay, so so Dallas is cool. <laughs> I mean, y'all should come for our lunch party. Dallas is Dallas is not bad. My thought process was, all right, let's try and get everybody over to Washington. Well, Washington, there's only two challengers here. Right. Yeah, I don't. That's, I, that's the thing. I don't. I'm not going on the trip for challengers. I don't even want to meet no, any. No, like, no, I'm no, not. I, I get and, that. and I'm sorry, I'm but like, Washington is too damn easy for you. You gotta go. You gotta work and travel too. So fuck that. You don't get to just drive down the road. Josh is like, I'll just meet you guys at my house. <laughs> yeah, no lie though. We 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 were we talking to Austin. Talked to Leah. They met in Vancouver, so you know we good. <laughs> no right but we were actually talking about maybe doing austin because of uh, oh you know as far as like going as far as one of the places it was like really boiling boiling down to like either nashville vegas or austin we were looking at but we looked at san diego austin is dope too but it's it's congested as fuck oh it's not yeah. congested over there yeah it's so I'm bad are, are now members of the podcast so we wouldn't be meeting a challenger maybe meeting a member of the podcast and another extended family well and i don't i don't mean <laughs> breaking any laws no look i don't yes. mean i don't want to meet I, i'm just saying like i don't want to go to like a one specific location to like no i get it i get it no lie i love marlon i love you ambrose and i'd love to go to dallas and meet y'all but if we're going somewhere to meet a challenger we're going to fucking miami i'm gonna go meet tori Oh my God! You're such a- <laughs> <laughs> I love my wife. But no, we're going to. No, you will never meet Tori. You know who's no. down oh to CT? CT's in Miami. CT's married. So am I. <laughs> I'm just saying, Tori's married. <laughs> yeah, oh, Tori's married to the game. Hey, forget you all. Let's decide where we're gonna go. Wherever I'm gonna go there at least once, so I can, you know hopefully talk Marlon to at least doing one gym visit and then he can kill me and send me back on the flight. Right. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to get a gym, a, a good gym session in. And then you'll be sore your entire flight, uh, flight back. Yeah. I was going to say, dude, you're going to go to the gym with Marlon and come out in a fucking body bag. Right. <laughs> we had our therapist. So therapist Amy came and worked out with us after the show, after we recorded one day mm-hmm. and the next day she tells me, I'm never working out with Marlon again. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. She's awesome. Like, I'll go work out and then like die. And then you're like, right, hey, we're doing another podcast. Marlon's coming on. No, I don't want to see him. I'm good. <laughs> Yo, but no lie. Like, tell me this doesn't sound like 
super fucking cool. Like we were talking about going to Nashville and she, Karina's like, well, we could like just set up a phone and we could all talk and do like an it'll be a shitty, It'll be a shitty podcast, yeah, but like let's in do one in podcast. person. I was like, if we're going to a big city, we can just rent a fucking studio and all go in there and record and have a couple mm-hmm. of drinks. I wonder if they have studios in Nashville. I wonder Probably if they not. do. I don't know. They don't do much recording there. Yeah, I don't know. Good luck finding one of those in Nashville. Yeah, I wonder if we should have found Tex-Mex in in Texas anywhere. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Texas has Tex-Mex. Yo, no lie. Oh, but hey, in Dallas though. Yeah. In Dallas though, we got this spot. Uh, it's actually like right around the corner from Ambrose's. It's like literally designed for any podcast. Oh wow! So you rent it. You rent it out for a day. And um, they have mics and all this stuff set up in there. We can bring our podcast yeah. through them, but um, they will. The only thing about them is they want to take some of your sponsorship, and we didn't want that. Yeah, but um, yeah, they got a really good setup. The, the we listen to the system and everything. It sounds really good. That's awesome. Yeah, and see, and that's kind of what we were thinking is we were like, well, I mean, we could just, you know, run out a studio. It'll sound really good. We won't have to do any work. <laughs> but yeah, and there's a brewery next door if you like beer. Yeah, yeah. Fox sold. <laughs> Done. You know, like, like, you know, like, like I would actually be down for Texas, like because I mean, don't get me wrong. My only issue is we just gotta find the right time because I can't do the heat. I can't do the heat and the dry, and I can't. I can't. I don't do die. Heat. I will fucking die. Like I'm I will for, die. I'm built for cold. I'm not built for cold either. I need that nice. Well, I mean, Texas does got an AC everywhere you go because they know how people feel. So that's, uh, you know. Yeah. The people complaining about heat. No, no, no. Because it's perfect here. We don't get too hot. We don't get too cold. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? We, yeah, this ain't not, Vegas. It's not yeah, Vegas. We don't get in Vegas. the hundreds here. We got like 85, 90. Yeah. Thrown out numbers as if I know what the hell you're talking about. Fahrenheit. Well, I mean, if you come to Texas, you can have like 90 degree weather and then the next day it's raining and then the next day it's snowing. So bipolar <laughs> weather. <laughs> right. And then the next day it's a tornado warning. Oh, God. Seriously, though, you're going to get all you're going to get all seasons in one day. Yeah. Huh? So you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> just wait Yesterday here, it was right. sunny in the morning and then it got overcast, rained. And then it hailed and then it started to snow. It's what's today? It's April 3rd and (laughs) tomorrow. So like overnight tonight. So like Sunday, we're supposed to get 15 to 25 centimeters of snow. Oh my God. Again, I'm not going to lie. It fucks me up every time you use the metric system. Like I'm used to freedom per unit. I know you are (laughs) because I always have to like convert everything anytime i try to tell you what the weather's doing <laughs> yeah like i need you to like tell me like donuts per hour like that's, oh my that's what i understand <laughs> donuts per hour <laughs> get over busy. yourself oh my gosh all right well i mean guys i'm gonna start wrapping this up because i know we've been on here for damn near three hours it you know i have to i have to pee and i'm so thirsty so yeah, unless <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I know Marlon's like fuck man, I gotta go try to go to the gym tomorrow and shit. Right? Yeah, Jeez, they got probably laying in the bed. I'm on the couch. If I was in the bed, I would. <laughs> Yo, I'm not gonna lie. Like, so we had a long night last night, and then the kid woke up super early this morning. I was up with him, and I let her sleep till like ten. 
And then I'm like sitting here in like 1030 hit and we start talking. I start rubbing my eyelids. I was like, oh, no, this ain't going to be good. This ain't going to be good. <laughs> start nodding off right here on the podcast. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, oh, yeah, man. So, all right, let's knock this out. Um, God, why is the closing always so awkward? Because you don't want to say goodbye to us. Goodbyes are so hard to say. Goodbyes are so hard. Yeah. <laughs> no. All right, guys. Thank you so much once again for tuning into another episode of the Challenge Trash Talk Roundtable. Um, first and foremost, we want to give a big, big thank you to Marlon and Ambrose, uh, hosts of Sky Squid's podcast, for taking the time to hop on here and talk challenge conspiracies with us. Yep. Yay, Sky Squid's. Yes, guys. Follow us, like, share. <laughs> yes, seriously. yes. Everything, everything's going to be linked below. Whether you're reading this on Spotify, Apple, IG, Facebook, YouTube, whatever, wherever you're reading this, everything is linked below. Go check, go check out their podcast. It is so much fun. Go check it out. Go follow the page. Um, they do giveaways, like they do lives, they do all kinds of shit. So just make sure you follow along. Um, and yeah, and enjoy those episodes. There's some really, really good ones in there. Yeah, there are. I mean, there's this one where they are talking about aliens. Oh it's a God, really solid episode. <laughs> no, seriously, guys. Very good one. Go listen to the ones with therapist Amy. Like I've said yeah, this no, like 1,600 times through this episode, but I love her. Um, and those episodes are probably one of my favorites. I mean, I'm a, I'm really big for like mental health and, and self-care and stuff like that. So I really personally love those episodes. Definitely make sure you check out um, any of the episodes with uh, with therapist Amy because she's 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 awesome. Yeah. So make sure you do that. Go check out their IG at Sky Squids. And while you're on there, make sure you're following uh, Marlon and Ambrose. Uh, make sure you're following BBG Films, uh, BBG Streetwear. Yep. And we're going to link all of that for you guys to go take a look. And no lie, we're all wearing these hoodies, not just because we support Marlon, Mm-mm. but because they're comfortable as shit, man. They're soft. They look good. California bear. When we first get that shit. When we first got them, I think I wore mine for like three or four days, like in a row. And Rick was like, are you going to put a new hoodie on today? I was like, I don't know. I like this one. <laughs> hey, don't sleep on the socks, though. The socks are very comfortable. Dude, those socks look awesome. And I want one of the backpacks, man. That thing is sick. The, uh, the, uh, okay. Yeah, those things are dope. We can do. Let's see what we can do. Amber's was <laughs> messaging me about the socks, and I was like, "What do you mean you got socks, dude? The socks, <laughs> dude, the socks, yo, man. yo." All right, hey, no lie. So I've got like this, this kind of like addiction with dress up socks. Like I would like them to be really kind of like out there. Yeah. But if you guys put the Sky Squids logo with both of y'all's faces on there, I will <laughs> cop those and wear them at least once a week. Least once a week. <laughs> That'll be our Saturday. Oh my god! <laughs> right, right, right. Right. Uh, like, you know, some uh, He'll be rocking those with the other. Look, we'll make one. It'll be like one pair, and then my face will be on the left side sock, and his will be on the right side. <laughs> <laughs> the right. There I go. That's dope. I'm gonna start tagging y'all just like a photo under the desk of my sock. <laughs> right. Earth, like. <laughs> Shout out to Sky Squids. <laughs> oh my God. We might come out. We oh you know they think I get some Sky Squids socks. Everybody likes socks. I mean, I'm a yeah, socks. I do. Yo, also, I love um, you, guys, I want to do this for you. Um, I'm not going to, like, take the hoodie completely off because I don't want to disrespect BBG. <laughs> um, 
but if you guys can see right there, there's a challenge fandom oh, oh, t-shirt oh, oh, oh. Where's mine at? Yeah. So that's why I wanted to tell y'all. You guys have been so supportive. Like Marlon, like I said, you came on our podcast when nobody was listening to we us. Shared yeah. our shit even yeah. when you weren't on the episode. Like, yeah, you know, so much support. So I want to send you one of these. Um, I'll send you either a shirt or the hoodie, and I'll do the same for you, Ambrose, for you know your support as well, man, and the connection yeah. we've had together because. You know, the more we've been doing this, we find out that a lot of people want to work together and do all this shit, but they're also quick to put everybody else on the back burner and mm-hmm. do them dirty and try to put themselves forward instead. Mm-hmm. And like we were talking about earlier, there's enough out here that everybody can eat and we can all be mm-hmm. supportive of each other yep. and all work to achieve that goal. And so, you know, it's just our way of saying thank you guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Thank you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that a lot. We'll link up to get some get some addresses and stuff um so rick you'll reach yeah, out to I'll, all I'll that. Get it all and then, um yeah we'll send you guys and then just yeah whatever you want shirt or hoodie whatever and and they're say we I, we come from the, the yeah state. well ambrose sent me the yeah, yeah. Quality, so quality. yeah so it's the same same they're really yeah they're really i love these sweaters oh my gosh yeah <laughs> so, so um i'll like i said i'll shoot those over to you guys yeah. and you know just Big shout out to Marlon, to Ambrose, yeah. to Sky Squids having us on. Um, and, you know, shit, Marlon, what this is like your third time this on our podcast? This is our fourth time. time recording with Marlon. Fourth time. The third yeah. on ours. And then we did one on his. So fourth time recording with Marlon. Yo, oh, yeah. it, it, y'all are just a new co-host <laughs> at this point. <laughs> well, we're trying to put together uh well we are in the process of putting together a launch party for the podcast in dallas so i mean depending on the timing because the 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 people that we're working with things are taking a little bit longer than expected but if it does carry out you know to later in the year or maybe next year we don't know um i would love to have you guys come that would be great yeah dude, oh, just yeah. just let us know um you know once you get it all dialed in or whatever you know and if if we can make it work, we'll yeah. All of you guys, yeah. that would be super fun, dude. I would love that. <laughs> yeah, and and no lie, like, and and I think I speak for everyone. I mean, I don't know how often you'd be in Vancouver, Washington, Nova Scotia, Canada, <laughs> or Reno, Nevada. Just see Portland, Oregon. <laughs> no, bro, no, bro. What's your license? What's your license plate say, Josh? Does it say Washington or Oregon on it? Uh, one of them said no. Look, I could throw a rock and hit California for here, but I'm still playing in Nevada. All right. It is where right. it is. Oh my goodness. But um no, but, ser- seriously, thank you guys so much though. Like it was so much fun to have you guys on, and I don't think that this episode would have been what it was without having you guys on here, having your insight too, Marlon. Um, you know, so we really appreciate it. We appreciate your guys' time, like we know it's like way later where you guys are than than it is where we are. So, um, you know, we we just we really appreciate that, and thank you guys so much for coming on tonight. Yeah, thank, no, man, thank, thank you. you. Thanks for thanks for having us on, man. That's, yeah, of course, nice. anytime, we, man. We truly <laughs> appreciate you guys, and so, um, you know, with without anything else to say, man, we'll we'll cut you guys loose and and let you guys enjoy some rest. Finally, I'm ready in the bed. Yeah, good night. All right, all good night. All right, thank you guys. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you. Bye. What up, team? Boom. That was fun. That was awesome. Boom. That was awesome. That was that was really Rich. good. That was really good. What, Josh? Rich. Josh. I missed you. Mr. Musk.
you should have stayed in bed for a little bit longer. I need you. You're falling asleep on me. I wanted to send you text messages, but my shit was falling apart here. <laughs> Bro, first of all, I love you, but don't don't even don't even say you need my energy. Where have you been out for the openings for the last fucking month, bro? Oh. I love you. I I'm I'm not an army of one, okay? <laughs> Rule number 78, never walk out on a podcast house in a funny jacket. <laughs> when crash Oh my god. For 323. Yeah. <laughs> Don't quote the rule book to me. Yeah. I know the rule book. <laughs> we no, created dude. it together. That one was fun. I enjoyed it. I mean, it's just it's yeah. hard to talk about challenge conspiracies because like it I felt like it all just kind of kept boiling down to the same thing. You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah. But it, it was a fun conversation to have. And I it, think it was a fun conversation and I learned about some that I hadn't ever heard before. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. we have no answers. We did debunk no. a couple of them that it was just like, nah, they're nah. nah. We got Marlon's take on the Jordan Tory thing, which was awesome. Um, you know, I think it was a really good episode. I'm excited to release this one, honestly. And honestly, like, fuck all that shit. The energy on this one was so fucking fire. Like, I just felt like we were all having a really good time. Yeah, totally. Oh, it really was. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, like, I and I noticed it with uh when we went on Sky Squids with Ambrose. Like, obviously, we know we already have a rapport built with Marlon because yeah, he had been on our podcast twice at that point already, and mm-hmm. you know, both times for like a few hours. Yeah. Um, but even going on Sky Squids, like, we had a good rapport with Ambrose. Like, even just conversing about aliens and conspiracy theories there. So. We'll definitely have them back on whenever they oh, want. Oh yeah, dude! Anytime. Totally. I freaking, yeah. I freaking love them. I love, I love just like sitting and talking with Marlon. He's just, he's really cool to just sit and pick his brain, especially about challenge shit. But I literally mean about anything. Like he's just one of those people that, um, you know, is just open to sharing his opinion and his views, and he loves to talk. So it just makes talking to him that much more like entertaining and oh yeah, enjoyable. You know. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing is like Ambrose is super cool because like when they started doing that giveaway, I was like, yo, dude, those shirts look really fucking cool. Like, if you don't mind me asking, he was like, oh, no, dude, here, here's the link and, you know, hooked it up. And dude, it's like just really genuine, awesome guys. Yeah. And there's yeah, like, I can't say enough about those two. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, and that's the thing is like I was on Marlin's live earlier. Right. And some dude hopped on there and he was like dude, you're hella cocky and blah, blah, blah. And Marlon's on there trying to like kind of defend himself and being like, nah, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm honest. I'm up front with people, but I'm not cocky. Yeah. And no, I was like, not. dude, he, that's the hor- worst definition for Marlon. I mean, like I said uh, a couple of times on our podcast, he came on and talked to us when he didn't need to. Like he said we yes nobody. to us before we yeah. had even interviewed Devin. You yeah. know, he was like, yeah, no, dude, I'll do it. Yeah. I just got to do some, a few things. I'm going to be out of town, but we'll do it. Yeah. And it turned out what, like. It was like four weeks four later. Four weeks later, out. we interview him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and then he comes back and does a round table with us, which. Then invites us on his podcast. Now yeah. comes back, does a second round table. Now I'm sure we're going to do a follow-up interview with him at some point. Like, yeah. You know, talk mm-hmm. about, you know, all his progress with CBG and shit, but. Right. So I don't know. I just really I really enjoy the relationship with Marlon. Yeah. And I'm loving getting to know Ambrose. I think he is really cool. Um, And yeah, I'm just I'm excited to see this this relationship continue to, you know, 
Yeah, I'm just going to mention this real quick. If people haven't gotten a chance to listen to the last episode they did with therapist Amy, I think it was uh, being addicted to saying yes. Yes. When they start the talking yes about one. when they start talking about Ambrose having a, a shopping addiction. And Marlon was like, well, you could always cure that addiction at BBBG or BBGStreetwear.com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fucking dying, bro. Dying. Yeah. They're hella funny, too. I love yeah. I love it. I love it. So, but. um. Well, guys, should we wrap this up? Yeah, let's wrap it up because I am ready to get off of here. I'm done with this. Yeah. I love you guys immensely, though. Maybe we'll take this to the chat. and uh, You have to do our actual closing, though. I'm going to. Okay. I, just, I was just saying, because we'll go to the chat. I know no, Tony's going to I just bed. don't want you to get distracted. I get some, and I get some chat the... in me for a bit. Yeah. We. That's Josh, fine. I just want to pee and smoke. Uh, okay, okay. Then Let's take it to chat. Take your ass going. No, I, you have Let's, to yeah, do the closing. <laughs> okay, quiet. I got to do it. <laughs> I love you so much. I love you too. Thank it's you. Amanda Gate all over again. I know, right? You, you want to send me a picture real quick? Hell no. I'm at this one. It's on you, Tony. You all right, are- guys. Thank oh, you. So- Guys are so dumb, and neither of you Wait, still no, to stop. this day understand what the problem was in that situation. You both still think it's because you were looking at a picture of a man. Oh no, really? not a single one of it's, you understands. It has nothing to do with we that. We were professional. We were childish, and we pissed off mom. Guys were disrespectful, is what you were. I don't know why you're looking at me when you're I'm saying that. I didn't answer anything. I know what the fuck I did wrong. All right. <laughs> I'm right like, say, that say was the my end first, of my sentence. I'm now looking at you for the closing. This ain't my first rodeo. And why I say this ain't my first rodeo. It's neither my first rodeo on closing things out. So guys, I want to thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the challenge trash talk round table present to you by the challenge fandom podcast. We've had a great time talking with Ambrose and Marlon of sky squids uh, talking about challenge conspiracies. And we want to know what you guys think. Do you think we hit all the conspiracies? Do you think we missed some? Do we miss your favorite one? Did we miss something about your favorite one? Let us know. Hit us up. Join our Facebook groups at Challenge Trash Talk, Challenge Fandom, CT. There's a whole bunch. We're going to link them all. Check it out. Come to continue the discussion with us. For myself, Ricky Hayes, my beautiful wife, Karina Hayes, the one, the only, Tony Statisticians Lance, and then I haven't said in a long time, but God, this it's gonna feel so fucking good. Josh motherfucking Chambers is back in the house for this podcast. JC pulling a JC tonight. What? Yeah. <laughs> and before I forget, because she hopped off a little bit early, the one and only Stephanie. I'm gonna come up with a nickname. I ain't got it yet. It's Steph. Yeah. Well, Steph, thank you for coming on. I ain't got anything else to say, guys. You guys have a great night. Be good to each other. We love you. If you get a chance, rate us five stars. If you don't, you're a fucking hater. Bye. Later. See ya. Bye. Like, get me out of here.